Hey, it's Halloween on the Robert Shabell Show, which means nothing. Squat to me. You see, I'm wearing my Freedom, Freedom, Freedom shirt forever. <laughs> Unless you think this is a costume and I'm just putting it on once in a while. No, I believe in freedom. I think you figured it out if you've been with me for a while. We had a great show lined up, uh, a final show of October 2022. Some of y'all dress up. That's fine. If you want to dress up, that's fine. I got not, not no, I'm not being judgy at all. In fact, uh, there's a picture we'll show you of me uh, doing a superhero gig at the uh, gym today. <laughs> Photo bomb. Anyway, well, that's coming up. But what's more important is we got Sherry Peel Jackson on the show. Man, I've been wanting to get her on forever. She's going to be speaking at the Red Pill Expo coming up 12th, 13th of November. Salt Palace Convention Center, Salt Lake City. Finally going to get to meet. But you're going to get to meet her if you don't know about her here on the show momentarily. We also have uh, in the second hour, Robert and Jamie Agee and talking about uh, putting up banners and posters and billboards and inspiring people to see through. Well, I guess you could say, can you red pill people through these billboards? Is it possible? We'll find out. And if you want to support them, they're linked up in the show notes at robertscatbell.com. Some updates from the weekend. Also, Fauci, the Orwellian criminal that he is uh, on masks. We'll start there and we'll see where it goes. From there, tell your friends the Robert Scott Bell Show is on Health Freedom Healing Liberty, robertscottbell.com slash listen. Share it with your friends. We'll see you in the chat room in just a moment. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Well, it's great to be back in studio, at least for two or three days before heading out to the Reawaken America tour. First time I'll be there. I'll get some uh, intel on that because in hour two, Robert and Jamie AG will be there or and they'll be here, but they'll tell me about all the events they've been to so I can learn about, hey, what am I getting myself into? But I've got a good talk lined up as well. And uh, basically, you do not have a drug deficiency. And I'll talk about surviving pandemics without government medicine. The only way you can do it. That's coming up. And also that kind of previews a little bit about the warm up for the Red Pill Expo. For those of you who didn't know, we do have tickets still available to be on site with us at Salt Lake City, including this hour's guest, Dr. Sherry Peel Jackson. And the code RSB will get you 10% off at checkout. So if you want to go and you want to save a little bit, use code RSB, my initials, Robert Scabell, RSB at checkout. And look at this. I don't, we got to find out who did the artwork here. They made a cartoon out of all of us. Of course, in in this cartoon, I definitely need to lose weight, but I'm kind of pleased. Dude, you put on like 50 pounds in that picture. I love that, though. The thing is, I try. I try. It doesn't work. (laughs) So somebody cartooned me into being bigger than I am, uh, which is cool. But let's see. Did they have did they do uh, one for Sherry as well? Yeah, I see Sherry Jackson is there. there, She looks better. She looks better than me. Well, of course she would. She's lovely. Uh, And we got, uh, of course, G. Edward Griffin there. Del Bigtree. I'm looking at all of these. Oh, David Martin. Dude, this is going to rock. Are you kidding me? Dan Happel is back. He's amazing. This is going to be a fantastic. Mickey Willis is going to be there. So, uh, dude, it's going to be awesome. Uh, and, and, and this weekend, I'll be hanging out with a lot of cool people, a lot of people I haven't met at the Reawaken America tour as well. And that's in Branson, Missouri. And uh, I'll be road tripping down after flying partway there because you can't get there from here. You can't get there from anywhere. It's hard to get to Branson, Missouri. Uh, but we're going to make it happen. It's going to happen. Uh, let's see. In addition to, uh, well, this past weekend, oh, Super D, I got to hang out with uh, some some old friends and some new friends this weekend, including I had no idea that John Hewlett and his wife, Janet and Lisa Hill and others were going to be at the, you know, the filming that we were doing this weekend in Austin. Mm-hmm. And we got to share a couple of awesome meals together at organic places. 
And one was at a, what was it? It's a trace or something. It was called down in downtown Austin. And it was, we sat outdoors. They had a, a musician playing. It was fun. And, and John Hewlett just loves to sing. I don't know if you know this about John. I He's did got not a good voice that. too. He's a singer. Yeah, but you you've got to ask him. Maybe we can get him to do this on air. I was we were laughing hysterically. You guys should do a duet. He well, no, because I only sing Neil Diamond. He can sing a bunch of stuff. That's oh, right. I'm limited. Yeah. He's not limited. But you've got to ask him about the lead singer of the Turtles. I've just got to say it that way. And maybe he can come on here and tell the story. And it just kept going and going. And I was just laughing my aspirin off, so to speak. <laughs> so oh, no. that was oh, a lot of fun. So, uh, any other, Oh, this, here's my Halloween picture. You, you want to show the Halloween picture. So this morning at the gym, uh, somebody dressed up as Thor, uh, uh, for the Halloween. Is that thing. Who I did that's not. supposed to be, that's supposed to be Thor. Yeah. You see the hammer in his right hand. Look, okay. All right. It's, it's not an expensive costume. He was wearing, <laughs> <laughs> but there was, if it weren't for the hammer, yo, yes. I know. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So I timed it just right to just <laughs> jump like a superhero right through the back of that picture. That's the ultimate photo bomb. So that was a lot of fun. And yeah. I see you there up in the corner there. Yeah. So I'll do some humble bragging later in the week if I have time, but I did win the chow, the challenge of the week, max out challenge, which is all nine rounds full tilt uh, for the whole gym. And there'll be a picture. Cause I insisted to Rachel. I said, you need a, a male champion and a female champion. It's just not fair. There are two genders. Let's give some equal, you know, play to that. Although a lot of times the women do beat the men at the gym. No, it happens. no be careful. Yeah. Be careful but, then, because what? somebody's gonna because somebody's gonna call in and complain that you didn't say there's 50 genders. Well, no, that's the point of, of having a male winner or a female because that's all there is. I'm just You're saying very, I'm not being very politically correct today, Robert Look, Scott. Bell. I don't know about species from other planets. I can't comment on their genders. I can right. I can comment all on right. my species, human, human, human. All right. Uh, with that, let's just jump into the first couple of stories real quick, and then we'll get to Sherry Peel Jackson, because I'm excited to have her on. Uh, first story is an urgent alert for those of you that still live in the District of Criminals. Why? Why? Unless you're getting paid ha handsomely by the U.S. taxpayer. Oh, we'll talk about that. The capital T taxpayer. What does that even mean? Uh, and they're basically saying, hey, stop the D.C. Council from mandating the COVID jab for kids. It's like who in the right mind, oh, maybe they're not in the right mind, would mandate a jab that doesn't work in adults for kids that don't clearly need a vaccine of any kind for something that is not really harmful to them. And these kids are not dying from cardiomyocarditis. I say that and uh, pericarditis. Yeah, that's happening. So uh, apparently on Tuesday, November 1st, that's tomorrow, if you're listening live or watching live on the 31st of October 2022, D.C. Council members will vote on whether or not to extend the compliance deadline for the COVID-19 jab mandate for students until the 23-24 calendar year. Now, why they would have this at all, again, that tells you about the criminal enterprise that is the D.C. Uh, uh, council, if you will. And this, this once again reminds me of a, a Sam Kinison joke about solving hunger for those that live in the desert, you know, of Africa. And he's like, bring a bunch of U-Hauls, pack them up and get them out of there because you can't grow food in the desert. <laughs> and I'm thinking, how are you, what do you think is going to happen when you're in the district of criminals and you're putting your kids into the government school system there? What do you think is going to happen? Get them out, pull them out. And you're like, well, we can't afford to. Well, you know why? Because you're a taxpayer. Because you're part of the funding of the debt that could never be repaid 
hypothecated debt that cannot mathematically ever be repaid. And you're putting your kids into that system where they're going to be taught to worship and, and glorify government over God. Not a good plan. Get your kids out. And that leads us to the Orwellian, uh, uh, what's his name? Fauci, this guy. He's an F-bomb. He's an F-word, Fauci. The duplicitous Dr. Fauci and his backpedaling. Check out this Brownstone Institute, Institute article, and, you, and you'll find all of the quotes from Fauci, even current ones, when he's asked about, hey, did you think yeah, you messed up on the whole uh, lockdown, shutdown, masking thing? He's like, no, no, we, we should have done it more intensely right away. And then, you know, later in, despite the fact that he's challenged that there's no scientific evidence, not a shred of evidence that says mask can stop something as small as what you call a COVID virus or the spike protein on it floating through it, like trying to stop a mosquito with a chain link fence. Despite all of that, he's like, well, I, I never said it was we were able to do that. It was rare. I mean, whatever he said, he just like completely, completely disavows anything he says, even a 10 second window right before he said it, he said it. And then he says he didn't say it or he didn't mean it or it didn't really happen. And yet it, you, you could show him a video of himself. I, yeah, that didn't happen. This guy, sociopath is an understatement. Psychopath should be in prison. Absolutely. The Orwellian Fauci putting uh, Orwell to shame in terms of the quality of the ability to, to do newspeak has talked about in that. And of course there's, there's references in terms of Aldous Huxley's brave new world and how they do all of these things to corrupt your mind, but they start with the kids folks. I had to unlearn. I had to deprogram from the cult of government too, as a kid, eventually seeing through a lot of this nonsense, making decisions that would not make my life necessarily easier. But I think the opportunity for freedom better for the future to not participate in schemes of hypothecated debt laid upon children, not yet even born, enslaving them to a debt that they had no part in. And yet numbering them like cattle, like beasts in the field, I think there's something wrong with that. Now, I have my own biblical slash religious or spiritual interpretation of numbering kids like cattle. And I think it goes like beastly numbers everybody's got their interpretation of perhaps if you read the bible about that chapter or verse you know revelation so i'm not here to tell you that what i believe is right versus what you believe is wrong that's i you know i'm not so pretentious to know exactly everything that was laid down but i have my ability to communicate through prayer and other things to be you know guided along the ways to not participate in criminal enterprises but it's hard when you realize how difficult it could make your life when you don't play along. You don't go along to get along. I'm not complaining. Living in integrity is more important to me than living easily. And I'm not judging any of you for making different decisions or not even knowing to make decisions that I made. This is not about what's better for you because I don't know what's better for you. I can talk in terms of generalities, but you've got to come to that conclusion between you and God and your spouse if you're married and your children too. And with that, someone who has been through a lot in this lifetime and has come through and she's standing strong, she's not afraid to speak. Her name, Sherry Peel Jackson. She used to work for the IRS. She began to speak out about the scams associated with it, the law itself, the voluntary nature of it. And she was eventually put in prison for four years for a misdemeanor. Why? They didn't want her to speak about this. And now more people than ever are speaking about this. And she's going to be with me at the Red Pill Expo for the first time on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Dr. Sherry Peel Jackson, welcome. 
Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show, Robert. I am genuinely excited to meet you finally. Yes, likewise. Yo, look at that pretty smile. You're like beaming through all the stuff that you've been through. There must be some secret here. Like you're like grounded spiritually because you're a happy person despite all the stuff you've been through. I am. I am a follower of Jesus Christ and I don't back in the door about it. And that was my foundation and still is my foundation. So all the stuff they did to me doesn't mean anything. I have that positive, positive force behind me, which is Christ. Tom Petty wrote that song about you. I think I won't back down. Uh, but anybody that stands with God at that point realizes that you don't back down to criminals. You don't back down to evil. You don't back down to things that are wrong just because everybody's doing it. And I think about moms and grandmas that used to always tell kids and grandkids are, if little Johnny jumps off the cliff, are you going to do it too? Just because everybody else did it? Like, like, no, but how much of us, how many of us as adults succumb to peer pressure because everybody else does it? You assume it's, you have to do it. And Sherry, at some point you realize you didn't. Right. Right. I mean, I, it it was something that was in me from uh, when I was very young. My, my parents taught me to respectfully ask for the truth and get down to the bottom of the truth, because, you know, truth, truth is very important. And, you know, you know what the matrix was. And I, I, I've always been taught to make sure that I'm not in somebody's matrix and I, I didn't want to be in the matrix. So, yeah, it's it's been in me for years. It was just the time. Mm -hmm. uh, for me to step out and, and show that, hey, you know, all of us, no matter what your race, your religion, your political affiliation, all of us are being pumped. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a way to say it. Can you can you give a little insight for this audience that may not know you as well as I, I hope they will one day about your journey? Uh, you know, you worked for the Internal Revenue Service. At some point, you must have had an awakening and found out what they were all about. And you were willing to not be silent about it, which is a shocker because there was a time where you merely speak up about it and you were going to get, man, they were going to be scrutinizing you and finding ways to make your life miserable. And of course they did in terms of uh, persecution, prosecution as well to frighten others from speaking out. So a little bit of your backstory there would be helpful. Okay. So I, uh, got my CPA in 1987, uh, was working in corporate America after I worked for CPA firms didn't like corporate America is really political. And I saw an ad in the paper for a job at the IRS. And uh, in 88, they hired me January 88. And I worked at the IRS as an internal revenue agent for seven and a half years. I, you know, I was good at my job. I got lots of rewards. But towards the last couple of years that I was there, I started seeing, you know, something's wrong here. Because what was happening is I started moving up in rank and I started doing audits, not just on mom and pop corporations, in small businesses, but with larger ones and the larger ones were getting away with it. You know, mom and pop would say, oh, $100,000 and they'd be enslaved to this debt. A larger corporation would owe $500,000 and they'd get an attorney or a CPA to get in there and make negotiate deals and stuff. And their debt would turn into $37,000 or sometimes nothing. As a matter of fact, there was a case that I closed and it was a, a decent sized case. And I saw the case on my desk and it had been reworked by someone way out of protocol because I was supposed to have a say in any kind of deduction in that, that tax bill. And I didn't, it was just a done deal. So I went to my manager and I said, you know, Mike, what's going on here? And he looked at me and I could see in his eyes, he said, Sherry, leave it. So even within the system, there's another whole system that makes sure that those power elites keep the money and us, you know, regular old Americans stay broke all the time. And, and, that really wasn't the reason I left. The reason I left was for family reasons. 
as I said, I was moving up in rank and my family was getting less and less of me and the job was getting more and more. So I quit. And when I quit, the people that were afraid to come talk to me about the illegality of what they were doing started coming to me. So I learned about it after I quit the IRS. Oh, started speaking out about it afterwards. So, yeah, people, there's something obviously about you that drew people in to speak to you. I, I think that's the spirit flowing through. That's just my humble opinion. But at the same time, your willingness to speak out against something that frightens more people than even the devil himself, right? <laughs> yeah. Th- that organization has had a profound grip on, you know, let's say, fear mongering, although now we've dealt with fear. And I talk often about the fear of germs. Uh, which is a vulnerability that we've seen through COVID and everything like that. But this is specifically a fear of your economic ability to move about the earth cabin, so to speak, much less your ability to be free uh, from being put into prison as, you know, apparently they went after you. So again, now the transition from you're learning about this after the fact, now you're starting to speak out about it. And what was the journey then into they came after you and and how did they succeed? And, 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 you know, then we go to next phases here. Well, I started speaking out. It was about 2000. I got involved with uh, We the People Foundation for Constitutional Education, met Joe Bannister, John Turner. And then Aaron Russo came out with the movie, the documentary American America, Freedom to Fascism. So we were all in that documentary. And that's when the government started going after us individually. And uh, I was one of a few that got prosecuted. Uh, Joe Bannister, thank God, won his case. Tommy Cryer won his case. And they couldn't let another one win. So they actually sent people down from Washington, D.C. to prosecute me here in the Atlanta area. And the jury was so afraid because I wasn't able to ask them if are you too afraid to acquit Miss Jackson for fear that the IRS was going to go after you? And I wasn't I wasn't or my attorney was I was not able to ask that question. So, of course, they came back with the uh, a guilty. And then later on during sentencing. The judge, which, by the way, I ended up getting a four year sentence on a misdemeanor, as you said, I yeah, spent three years in prison. Yeah. There are people that rape people and kill people. that get sometimes. Yes, shorter sentences. yes exactly. And, and so was there uh, an ability to appeal the ruling at that point or was it a money issue? And what was the conviction, the misdemeanor charge? Willful failure to file tax returns. And it wasn't even proven because in order to prove willful failure, you got to know that you owe. And I knew that I didn't. So, yeah. oh, and that's the big question. That to me right. is that 64 trillion quintillion because they can just print money out. So whatever number you want to throw out there. question. Yes. How is it that you're liable? Right. What makes you liable? Right. Because if they talk about a system being voluntary, you volunteer into it. Is the, the very voluntary action? Is it the number that they assign to you? What is it? That causes you to be liable. Because if someone asks me, do you, quote unquote, file income tax? I say, I pay all lawful taxes that I have a liability for. Period. That's the truth. Now, the question is, are you liable or are you not? Did you, was that brought up? Is that an issue? Or do you know that now more than ever since the years that have transpired? I I still know the same thing. Truth is truth. You know, here, yesterday, today, tomorrow. But the, the thing about it is. People get tricked into doing certain things and signing certain in, in, invisible contracts. There's a the book out there called Invisible Contracts. And and to to give you an example, Robert, the first three exhibits that the government brought up against me were my Social Security card. I mean, my slave surveillance card, my slave surveillance <laughs> number. Wait, wait, wait. Hold one. on. Slow, I, this is the first time we're hearing this. Slave surveillance number. 
Yeah, your social security number, SSN, is a slave surveillance number. And that's it. And I don't even have to explain that to your audience. I know they understand what that means. That's so the first yeah. thing was the slave surveillance number card. The mm -hmm. second thing was the driver's license. And the third thing was the bank signature card. Oh, that's interesting. Now, this goes into something, and I'm not an attorney, but I've learned some words and some definitions. Contracts of adhesion. You sign things and you think, well, I'm just signing. This is innocuous. It doesn't mean much. And I, this is why I didn't get a marriage license. Uh, I didn't get birth certificates for my kids. And they're not numbered like cattle in the field with those. What do you call them? Slave surveillance slave numbers. Surveillance numbers. Yeah. I was like, no, if they're 18 and they're adults and they want to enter that system voluntarily as adults, that's on them. But you don't get an option if you give this to babies. I mean, right. How do you enter your kids into bondage? Well, well right. I, I have to if I want to get a deduction. I'm like, right. wow, what a ruse, dude. They got you. Yes. And you would have none of that. Yes. And it, it's interesting how people are, are starting to understand, but there's so many. It's like an octopus with these tentacles. And you find out about three of them and chop them off, but there's still, you know, five more. So that's 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 actually what happens in our society. And a lot of people get duped into these adhesion contracts, like you say. So again, this idea that they brought up these things that would sort of lock you in that you never got to probably rebut adequately in that in that case. This is why I say it's very important to overtly say, look, I was do you know, somehow put on the record even that I have no you know interest in being party to a contract that I was not made aware of all of the various clauses and things that would adhere to me. And I refuse to participate. It's, it's, you know, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And, and the thing is, if you go to look for them to give you permission to get out of their matrix, they're never going to give you permission, but they never told you that you were, you know, free to leave at any moment. Right. right? This is so matrix like, right. It is exactly that. And you know, you, you, the, the slave surveillance number is one of my, my names. I make up names and the name for the IRS is the insidious representatives of Satan. Because they take <laughs> our resources away from us and do horrible things with them, like wars and abortion and those kinds of things. But isn't it true that the, the, the so-called money that they utilize to track you with, they call dollars, but they're not defined very easily, Federal Reserve notes. They're not actually uh, federal and there are no reserves. This is a G. Edward Griffin creature from Jekyll Island level discussion, too. Uh, but to lock you into a system that's tied into the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund, there's nothing United States de jure government about it. It's a, it's a corporation that has nothing to do with the United States of America other than to usurp the re real America and create an artificial America a corporation that is designed to hoodwink you into a perpetual debt that could never be repaid. Exactly. And, and people, the people have been made to be so busy and so entertained that a great percentage of them aren't even interested in, in learning. There's ignorant and ignorant means you don't know. But then there's ignorant, and that means you don't want to know. And we have so many ignorant people. They just don't want to know. They want to stay in the Matrix. The Matrix is a perfect example of this. Because if you if you saw the movie, you know, there was a guy that came out, mm -hmm. but he wanted to go back in. Yes. And he killed some people to go back in. And a lot of people, they don't want to know this stuff. They don't want to know. Well, it's people but, living in cognitive dissonance, even with the. Uh a lot of our COVID discussions, right? That's also another layer of matrixy stuff. And, uh, you know, here we want to point out that the Fauci is, you know, a Decepticon, if you can call him that, that's a nice thing to say. Uh, but these people that survive on the illusion, they feed off of our fear. They feed off of enslaving us. And I'm thinking, what moral obligation do we have? If you're a religious or spiritual person, what moral obligation do you have to 
uh, enrich your captors, those that enslave you, those that abuse you, those that terrorize your children and, sh- and shoot them up with toxic poisons. What obligation do we have under God to support and fund those people? You're exactly right. A lot of people used to come to me and say, well, you know, it says the Bible says give unto Caesar what is Caesar's. And I look at him and I say, it's not Caesar's. Mm-hmm. Prove to me that it's Caesar's. And, and you know, of course they can't. But we, we as people have to decide what we're going to do for ourselves and our families concerning all of the things that are going on with us. Mm. Well, you, you know, your willingness to speak up, I guess it's sort of like when people ask, you know, how come you're not afraid? I'm like, well, when you go with God, what have you to fear? Right. If you're off course, this is what I've said, too. If I find myself a little afraid or a lot afraid, I'm like, wait, I got to check back. I got to right. get prayerful and contemplate them and communicate with the the most holy thing there is to say, hey, where have I gone astray here? Because that fear is an indication, like a symptom that I'm going, let's say, not on the right charting, not not on the right course. Let me just say that. Uh, and and so for anybody that uh, is struggling with this concept or even this discussion, more people than ever I'm talking to just out of the blue, they're volunteering that they know some of this stuff now, which has never before happened, uh, that I think that, uh, you know, would they try even more desperate measures to lock people back down? Could it be the excuse of viral pandemics that are causing people to fear the government once again to, 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 to wear masks or to, to isolate and lock down in their homes and not move? Or, you know, uh, what, are the, what are the levels to which they will not descend to keep us enslaved? Right. It's a, this is a test, Robert. This is a test. And I, and I, I wholeheartedly believe that. They're trying to see who's going to comply with this foolishness and who's not. And I don't know how they're going to handle it because there are a whole lot of people that aren't complying. Um, there, there were a lot that are complying. And you, of course, on your show, you, you've demonstrated the, the effects, the damage that has been done because of those that are apply, uh, complying and mm-hmm. to those that are complying. So the bottom line is you got to stand up. You got to stand up for your rights, your unalienable rights, mm-hmm. not inalienable Sherry, some people get mad at me when I say it that way. They're like, it's unalienable. I'm like, I get it. I, I mean, there's that aspect of that, but the lean concept of you, you put a lean on somebody's rights. You basically have captured them. You have control over them. You limit their activity or behavior. And of course, through de- indebtedness. And that's the thing about, was it the 13th amendment that supposedly ended slavery? We've covered this with my dear friend who just passed away within the last few months, Michael Badnarik. Uh, in his book, uh, Good to Be King, A Foundation of Our Constitutional Freedoms. He ran for president. He was the candidate the year Aaron, Aaron Russo. And uh, what was the other guy, uh, Nathan? Uh, gosh, I, I'm, I'm losing my my uh, my memory of the, the guys that were running. They canceled each other out, Aaron Russo and the other guy. And Michael Badnarik was the candidate that year. It was like a deer in the headlights. I was at the convention, interviewed him, the first national interview at that moment, minutes after he was like, where am I? And uh, tr- quite an astonishing uh, you know, revelation for uh, all of us in, in terms of what the libertarians stood for. At the same time, the movement where we have so-called conservative uh, Republicans that would not acknowledge some of these things that maybe now some of them that are running are. But Aaron Russo, Freedom to Fra- America, Freedom and Fascism, I interviewed him that year. I thought he might be the candidate prior to the convention. And of course, that film may still be available. It was heavily censored. They didn't want you to see it. You were in it and others were. Uh, and yet there's so many more people that know this stuff now and perhaps more people than we realize that are behaving differently because of what they know. There are. I get calls and I get emails from people all the way from doctors and nurses to soldiers 
I got a call from Kuwait because these soldiers are the ones that they're scared of now. Now they put these poor guys on the, the list because now they're they're understanding and they're they're questioning why they're over killing other people for their resources. And over here, their families are being put out of their homes. So they're starting to question everything. And that's they've become a danger to this system, unfortunately. But yeah, everybody is at a point where they know something's wrong and some mm. people are willing to go out and investigate. Well, the things you talk about have been considered one step too far. Oh, 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 Sherry, you're, I mean, we like you on a lot of these things and you're a good Christian woman, but uh, yeah, don't be talking about this. That's just, no, that's just, we can't talk about that. Like the very thing that we need the most critically talk about the very thing that entraps and enslaves us, that draws us always and keeps us in that matrix Yes. That is not even a pro-American matrix. Just so you understand this, folks, when you think, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a good taxpayer citizen. I did a lot. All of that. It's like, no, you're a dupe. You're a rouge. You are funding your own demise. You are yeah. funding the indebtedness and enslavement of your children. And I was like, now I'm getting it. Now I'm stepping in it. Now people are going to be mad at me. But really, when you step back and talk about responsibility for your life, you're responsible to know what is lawful and what is required of you. Versus what they pretend or dupe you into believing or induce through fear induction machinery that you have to participate in. But this is like the things you've been talking about for years. It's like the last thing. It's like if you can get past that, maybe just maybe you'll find that freedom that our founding fathers talked about. Yeah, I've had people to come to me and say, yeah, Sherry, I don't care what the law says. I care what the government will do to me. Mm. And I know there's a, some, a famous quote about being in chains and, you know, you can gravel on the ground on your knees. I'm going out fighting. Well, I think about, and there's one of many examples, but perhaps one of the most famous ones in terms of disobedience uh, or um, um, nullification. Great term, right? Uh, we have the Rosa Parks example. No, I will not go to the back of the bus and what it stimulates. Now, I know that she's perhaps one of the most famous examples, and that's not to denigrate anybody who didn't make the list. And we talk about to this day, there were many people that said, I'm not going to the back of the bus at that point. Now, other things. And we're seeing this theme come back up instead of it being a, a, a black white issue or a racism issue. It's about an us versus them issue. And I don't mean to minimize it in terms of that narrow of a view, but when we talk about people that want to enslave you and people who would not want to be enslaved, they're like, all right, what do we do? Because you know that when you don't want to be enslaved and you do things that are not what slaves are allowed to do. Yeah, there might be some repercussions to that. But the question is, is it enough to keep you enslaved because you're afraid of those repercussions? Or do you look back maybe at a future time at your life and think about what your kids and grandkids will say about you when you knew better and you didn't do better? Yes. Thomas Paine said, if there be trouble, let it be in my day that my child may have peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know this is, a, I, I don't, I'm just struggling a little bit with how this is being received because I'm sensitive to my audience. A lot of the audience, I know you, you guys and guys are going, yay, Dr. Sherry, she's awesome. And others are going, dude, did you have to go here? This is just, I didn't want to know, right? Those are sort of on the teetering on the edge. But if you come to the Red Pill Expo, of course, you're already committed to seeing through the language of the matrix medical uh, governmental, you name the matrix, it's it's kind of blown apart and dissolved in the midst of that Red Pill Expo, thanks to what, what G. Edward Griffin has brought together with Red Pill University. And if you haven't thought about attending or watching online, 
Uh, use the code RSB, save 10% on your tickets, and I hope to see you there. I, I really, I can't wait to give you a big hug uh, when I see you, Sherry Peel Jackson, for all that you stand for. You're willing to stand strong in the face of, oh, I'm so afraid. Like, stop it. Stop with the fear. I'm not going to feed the fear. Yet, I recognize that every action, you know, God, we got we to gotta step it up and make conscious decisions and recognize, yes, there, there may be repercussions for those, but the more of us individually that wake up and start living as free people, the less power they have over you. That's right. And right. And, and you, we people talk about, well, how can you get the masses to understand what's going on? You can't uh, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink and you can make the horse drink. How do you make the horse drink? You mm-hmm. give it salt. And that's what we're doing. We're like (laughs) forcing salt down. They've got to pay attention. And now that, you know, meat is, is what, I don't know. Uh, I don't buy a lot of meat, but I did see some salmon and a little bit of salmon. Mm -hmm. Just enough for me was $24 and the groceries and all that. And the gas prices are uh, absolutely ridiculous. Then now you have a part of their ear. Yeah. Isn't that interesting that you you had talked about some of our soldiers overseas recognizing the ruse that they're playing, you know, often under U.N. police action activity, whether it be going back to Korea and Vietnam post-World War II. We've never declared war via the House of Representatives since that time. That's big a big part of Ron Paul's trying to teach us all, right, uh, bring us back to the constitutional and limitations on government. But as you see these people realizing that they're fighting you know, these these unconstitutional wars not declared for resources overseas. Yet at the same time, the people in control of our government right now are destroying our ability to use the resources right under our feet that would support abundance and independence and all of the things. And like, wait a second, somebody wants to destroy what is left of freedom here. It's, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to the common person. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense to those the powers that be. Mm-hmm. For this situation and then for them to go overseas and ask the people to keep the prices down until after yeah. the midterms. And, th- you know, we, why are we graveling at somebody else's feet when we have what it, there's a plan, Robert? There is a plan in place. Mm-hmm. And they actually um, stepped this plan up during the the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But that this this plan is not good for us. I don't know if you've heard of the Georgia Guidestones that got blown up not too long ago. Oh yeah, but we talked about they, that. They want to get rid of what two, two, three fourths of the population. Well, they've set that plan up. Yeah, they've accelerated it with the mass die off that is occurring right before our eyes. Even though many people do not want to acknowledge what is happening post COVID jab uh, and other it's a controversial, the controversial because it's just too much to stomach or bear to conceive that there are people that are willing to do this to other people. And part of the reason they succeed is because they know that most of you or all of you in this audience would never do these horrific uh, demonic things to other people in a million years. You were like, no, I would never do that. So you perceive then that no one else would do that. I wouldn't do it. So why, but that's how they play you. They know that you're good and they, they play and prey on that goodness. Don't let that goodness be something that stops you from standing up to these evil doers. And, Look, I'm, I don't have any delusions of grandeur that I can take it over and then solve it. It's like, no, I'm not. No, this is a this is going way beyond me. And I talk about, a, you know, a God presence in our lives individually. But you have the control and power to, to walk through life differently. At any moment, you can make a decision to say, I shall no longer support my enslavement or the enslavement of my family. And that's enough, honestly, because when each of you walk away and say, no more, I will I participate then it becomes a powerful army that doesn't require shooting anything. 
simply a withdrawal of consent. And that consent, which is not just a term or word of art, but it's a behavior as well. Exactly. You can't make me. And it's like you see the Rosa Parks example in that context. Right. And the same type of thing needs to go on. That was a good example of what the civil rights movement did. They voted with their dollars. They didn't just pick it and hold signs up in Washington and run around and get sprayed by whatever mm-hmm. is being sprayed on them when they walk around Washington. They actually carpooled and walked and rode bikes and shut that bus system down. So we need to do similar convenience kills. And we're being killed literally by conveniences. And what we need to do is stand up, tell our neighbors, we're not going to do this anymore. I'm not supporting this. My children never graced the halls of a government school. I made a decision that I was going to have to work harder so that they could be homeschooled. Originally, they were in Christian school. And then after the IRS came to the Christian school and started questioning them, Mm -hmm. they got put out because of that. But that was a great thing because the homeschool situation with the homeschool network that they were in, yeah. It was great. Both of my children are very successful children right now. They're not children. They're 32 and 30. Wow. But they're still my babies. But yes, of course. this is something we need to do. We, we need to make the decisions. They might be tough. It may require mm-hmm. us to turn off the electronic income reducer, which mm-hmm. is the television, the electronic intellect reducer. We have to do this. We have to sit down as families and say, OK, mm-hmm. there are some sacrifices that need to be made, but we're going to make them because we are we've got to make this family better. We've got to make this community better and this country better. Mm-hmm. Where fear is, God isn't. And I say that so that you recognize the subject that we're talking about with Dr. Sherry Peel Jackson is perhaps one of the scariest subjects that you can ever talk about. You know, and we, we can talk about COVID and viruses and things. And I try to just dispel those, those fears. And people are more willing to maybe consider that than to talk about what we're talking about now with Sherry. And yet, as we talk about fear is the mo for control over you yet in this area you'll go well no that fear no it's too scary like oh really interesting tell me where god is in that right where are you getting your marching orders god or government and government that isn't even the government you think it is this is almost a bridge or a step too far still for a lot of people yet i acknowledge sherry the more people than ever are talking about it and doing something differently I'm not trying to overthrow anything. I'm not. That's my intent. My intent is to reconnect people to the source of all wisdom and all healing. And that is their divinity. And when you are in touch with that, when you live that, you can't live as a slave. It seems to be anathema to our birthright. As our founders in America, at least said, you know what? Our rights come from God, not government. And yet so much of what we operate under is fear of government that relegates rights to privileges that they can revoke based on your bad behavior. And they get to define what that is. Right. Right. You're exactly right. And, and the thing that I tell people is fear is false evidence appearing real. And the thing that they're not doing is researching. The thing that they're doing is they're listening to the lamestream media and whatever the narrative is of the power elite is going to be spewed out Mm-hmm. consistently over the mainstream media. What we don't want to do is pay attention to that. What we do want to do is encourage people to study, encourage people mm-hmm. to research what's going on. What are, what are you trying to shoot in my arm? What's in this stuff? Or, you know, so why do I have to pay this? D- d- don't the gas taxes pay for um, the gas? You know, they're, they're, don't the 
real estate taxes pay for the teachers and the firemen. Well, what do we need? What do you need that money for? Oh, it goes to the Federal Reserve. Oh, the national debt. Oh, my children were born $86,000 in debt. Really? Hmm. Sherry, what is your goal here with this website? We have a linked up in the show notes today at robertscabell.com, wakethepeople.com. What are you trying to do with this? What will people plug into and learn and maybe call to action to do? This is what I want to do. I know that 99.9% of the people in this country are too afraid to go and try to cut the head off the beast like I did. I don't even recommend people doing what I did, being very boisterous and 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 taking keeping my resources. Right. Because I was in that those adhesion contracts and didn't know it. Mm-hmm. People are more comfortable starving the beast. Yes. So I teach people to starve the beast. How do you do that? You go ahead and you continue to file, but you learn how to not pay. Do you realize that Hundreds of corporations in this country don't pay because they have CPAs and attorneys that they pay thousands and thousands of dollars to to find loopholes. Mm -hmm. Well, the tax code was written for businesses and I encourage people and I help them set up home based businesses so that they can deduct everything but the kitchen sink. For example, one of the biggest deductions that a person can have when they have a home based business that's generating Mm -hmm. revenue is to hire their children. If you hire your children that are between the ages of six and 18 you can pay them up to up to for 2023 up to $13,000 during the year for them mm-hmm. to work in your business and you don't have to take out any taxes but you get that deduction so if you got three or four children hey you know so they use the code against them learn their mm-hmm. game and beat them at it so you minim- website is about you're minimizing the food that they thrive on to enslave you and capture you and do all those nasty things to you Exactly. And a brilliant strategy. And, you know, I've talked about this in terms of treatment of cancer. You don't have to treat the cancer. You don't have to kill the cancer. You simply starve it. Yes. That is a concept in natural medicine that is founded on principles in healing, like fasting, for instance. You put them on a diet. You make them fast to the point where they can no longer do what they did before because they don't have the resources to do it. And you're doing it in a way where you're fully engaged for those that feel comfortable doing so uh, in participating in that system but at the same time, starving them out. Fascinating. And I, and I'm Sherry, I've met some other folks that have spoken at the red pill expo about this. And there are a number of attorneys that are setting up ways to do this. So it isn't that you have to fully disengage if you don't feel comfortable doing so, but to utilize the system as it's written, uh, for your benefit and their detriment. Yes. Starving the beast. That's what it's about. So when you're speaking at this event, uh, of course, uh, people will be able to, you'll be hanging out the weekend. Maybe people will be able to ask questions or engage and somehow find out more about what they can do. Yes. And I'll have my books with me, how to stick it to the IRS is my flagship book. And I have another book called how to escape the rat race. And then I have, I've written eight books, but the last three that I have are those two mm-hmm. and then church wealth ministry health. They, the ministries are starting to be a target of the IRS in that you, you're not, they can't tax them. But they go in the back door and they've been auditing the ministers trying to see if they can get money from the ministers. And if they find egregious things that the minister has, has done, then they can go in and ask for permission to audit a church. Because, you know, mm-hmm. churches bring in money, but they are tax exempt. So that's another whole area that I that I specialize mm-hmm. in. So, mm-hmm. yes, I'll have the books. People will be able to speak with me. I'll have some information for them and I'll even have a, uh, a free ebook for those that mm-hmm. want to get that. So where were you when I was. uh going to Stone Mountain High School. I could have used this information way back then. 
It just depends on what year that was. <laughs> it was a while back. I tell yes, you what, it's been yes. years, but I know we've been right. on a journey and I'm yes. glad you're here with us on this journey in this lifetime, Sherry. You're amazing. Uh, and you. again, I look forward to seeing you at the Red Pill Expo. Again, the website, wakethepeople.com, wakethepeople.com. You also have things that you're working with specific for ministries. And that's an interesting concept within the Internal Revenue Code, or even prior to the uh, uh, the code, there was something called the Constitution, and within it, a First Amendment, and an acknowledgement that churches were non-taxable entities. They were uh, non-profit, non-taxable entities, and they didn't have to ask permission to do so. And I think the trick is to get the, the churches to become registered with a, a, a 501c3 status yes. that now limits their ability to be fully, uh, let's say, functionaries for the Word of God, if, you yes. know... I'm just saying that's another trick of the enemy. It's another trick. You go get a 501 C a C three and you're putting the government above God. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of, there's a guy um, that has a, a website. He actually, and I, and I don't know why his name slips uh, my mind right now, but he, he came out and, and has a book. It's called hush money. His, his website is hushmoney.org, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And he lives in Branson, Brunt, Missouri. He wrote the book and he has all of these court cases about how churches lost the court case and they didn't even realize that they were going to lose because because they got incorporated and they got the 501c3. Then they were given a Peter uh, Kershaw, Peter okay. Kershaw. OK, because they got incorporated and got the 501c3, then they put the government above God and whatever the government is doing or whatever's trending in the government. That's yeah. what they had they to do. Part of that Caesar thing. They become part of it. They've asked yes. permission to do yes. that, which there is no permission required. Yes. You will put government above God. And and look, I, I get the reason that it happened. Uh, you know, there's a lot of layers to this, yes. you know, because these these corporations that these churches become corporations, they now have access to the banking system and they, you know, profit through donations or yes. not profit. But technically they raise that and they can build things they can do not, and they can do good things. I'm not saying it's it's all. But the reality is they don't have to do that. They don't have to get a number to be a church or a ministry. There's no lawful constitutional reason for them to do so other than wanting privileges that already exist, pre-exist, because the Constitution said this about religious organizations and religion. Yes, yes, that's that's it. And uh, there are a lot of there's a free church movement going on. there's a lot of churches that want to get rid of the 501c3. Mm-hmm. I'm working with uh, my attorney, the McPherson Group, and they found a way to help churches dismiss themselves from that 501c3 if that's their desire. Because if you have a 501c3, you can't really talk about the issues of the day. There are people that want to talk about the churches and the issues that are in the Bible. Yeah. And in some countries, you can't talk about it without getting locked up. But in this country, you know, they're threatening to take away people's 501c3. And I'm like, yes, take yes, it. Take, take it, it away. You'll find freedom. Just as I've talked about doctors who lose their license, they find freedom. Stop yes. asking for permission where none is required. Yes. Sherry Peel Jackson is going to join us at the Red Pill Expo. And do you have other upcoming events we should know about? I do not. I do seminars all over the country. And, you know, that, that got shut down with COVID. But I'm starting to get more okay. um People and organizations come in and ask me to speak. So I don't have any right now. I have a couple in the wings that are being negotiated. But, yeah, I I actually uh, am sponsored to speak at different events uh, all over Mm. the country. And and I've done some internationally also. All right. Great. Well, the next time I get back to Georgia, you want to hike up to the top of Stone Mountain with me? Uh, No, we can go to Stone Mountain. We can go around it. You won't go (laughs) up it. 
one time and that was it. You know, I ran track uh, all the way through my freshman year and yeah. my knee won't take the up. It'll take the walk, but it won't gotcha. take the up. Yeah. Totally understand. Well, if I can help you with that, I'm going to see you in a couple of weeks. Yes. Anything I can do to help you in your efforts to do uh, great things, to bring the power to see through the matrix. Yes, uh, thank back you to so the people much. where it belongs. All right, Sherry Peel Jackson, we're going to see you. Red Pill Expo coming up, and y'all check out her website. We have it linked up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com, wakethepeople.com. Sherry, thank see you, you soon. Yes, thank you. See you later. All right, Super Don, we hit the topic that no one's allowed to talk about today with Sherry Peel Jackson. Are you okay there? Are you quaking in your boots behind the scenes? Are you okay? I just want to check in. You know, um, I don't worry about that stuff as much as I used to. Okay. I've gotten, you know, listen, we've been doing this, what, how many years now? We've been Mm -hmm. actively being uh, censored and deplatformed and banned and all that. It's just kind of normal now. That's why we're we're over on Rumble. Yeah, by the way, did did you find it? Did you find out somebody had claimed that Rumble has has reached the number of downloads or, or I have not been able to verify that okay. yet. No, as as YouTube, I, I'll explain why that's happening if it indeed is true. Uh, coming up, we're going to be doing our simulcast with Brideon.tv in an hour or two, uh, and we've got Robert and Jamie Ag coming up as well, talking about um, again amazing people doing great work to wake people up, and yet it isn't enough. It's never enough. We know that, but it isn't that we can force them with this new information or knowledge or whatever you want to call it to live differently. That's a choice everybody's got to make. And I realize that fear is the predominant controller of behavior. If you really immerse yourself in a spiritual reality, and I realize some people will say, you, you know, it's a religious thing or whatever. It's up to you to use the language you want in that regard. Then you no longer operate in that level of fear. And when you do is my point is a litmus. It's a symptom that says you're off course. When fear creeps in, you really got to analyze why is it you're afraid and where that, where there is God fear isn't. And, uh, you know, however you determine that I get people use different language about what I'm talking about. I'm not here to tell you the, the path for you. Uh, you're, you have to discover that for yourself, but there are good people trying to live exemplary lives, much less speak about these things to inspire you to do better. Once you know better. Uh, all right. So we got a question. No, that's not a question today. We'll get that next hour, but there's an article here from our friend, Dr. James Lyons Weiler. I think that's it. Yes. Isn't it? It's uh, a popular rationalism headline peer reviewed study confirms fatal flaw in PCR testing. 42% false positive rate for SARS-CoV-2 non QRT PCR test. This means COVID-19 vaccine outcomes rate data are unreliable and invalid Subheadline. All COVID vaccine studies used non-QRT-PCR to determine case status. All of the estimates of outcome are unreliable. This is the most important study we will ever publish in our journal. So I urge you to read it. I know it's science It's Dr. Jack. He, he's very intense on that. But uh, you want to realize if, if you're being played by a PCR, if you have been part of the Robert Scott Bell Show audience, you knew right from the get-go I was annoying you in the calendar year 2020 when I realized that they were utilizing PCR to determine whether you had something that you might not even had symptoms for, that it was a scam to begin. And it's still a scam to this day. We'll have to get Dr. Jack back on the show to talk more about how they deceive you, deceive us through medical terminology, technology, even though, as I've said, and I'm not the only one, but, you know, we've featured uh, uh, Carrie Mullis's works and writings over the years with other people that 
just knew flat out the PCR test was a bogus test to determine infectious agents in terms of quantitative analysis. It's nonsense. And the idea that, well, they rely on the PCR data to tell us whether a vaccine that is not a vaccine works. Again, fraud over fraud over fraud, deception over deception over deception. And I don't know, there weren't many. In fact, we had Mike Adams on yesterday. Mike, awesome dude, smart as a whip. You know that, Mike, super smart scientist as well, research. And even he, and, and he admits it. This is not me speaking out of turn. We love Mike. And it was great if you missed yesterday's broadcast of the Robert Scott Bell Show. We had a great discussion on a lot of topics, including that. He brought that up again. How we could be played in the, in, the, in the absence of solid data, those that would drum, you know, bang the drums of fear can, can move critical thinking out of formerly or currently, typically critically thinking people if there's enough fear. At the beginning of this, we were <clears throat> honest enough to say, well, we don't know fully what this is. This is what we suspect and on and on it goes. But once they said the magic three-letter word, that's not a word, PCR, polymerase chain reaction, <clears throat> I knew. The scam demic was on. And you guys were annoyed with me. It became a drinking game on the Robert Scott Bell show. Every time Super Don said, every time Robert mentions PCR, have a drink. Now, what you decide to drink, that was up to you. <laughs> it didn't have to be alcohol. It could be kombucha if you want. Or wheatgrass. You'd be drinking a lot of wheatgrass at that time. That's but not I, as fun as alcohol, though. It, well, yeah, I understand. We we have that history. I'm I'm done with that. I, I still like a good beer from now now and then, but it's I can drink this much and then I'm getting like that's that's enough for me. But the point is, if you've been in this audience, you know we tend not to buy into the whatever that mainstream version of events or reality is. And if you're not questioning everything that's coming out of government and medicine and media and finding a way to verify it independent of what their proclamations are you're likely going to make the wrong decision and you're going to go down the wrong path. And you're going to be, as we talked about with Sherry just moments ago, enslaved to deception, much less debt, the other D word. Uh, and that's what I'm talking about here. So uh, I'd, I'd love to have Dr. Jack on because he can parse the PCR stuff at, at levels at which, you know, I'd love to talk to him about as well. But remember, even just on the basis of a lack of scientific third-party validation that the PCR test to this day has not been fully licensed and validated exists still under an emergency use authorization. Isn't that interesting why the emergency is still going on? The moment the emergency is over, they can't use the PCR test because it's not a valid test. It's not been licensed and validated. It hasn't. And they never did the blinded test to say, all right, here we're going to do take a thousand people. We PCR'd them. Here are the results. Let's send it to a bunch of doctors or independent uh, scientists. And you now tell us based on that test, predict whether they're dead in ICU have mild symptoms or have no symptoms at all. Never been done. So the entire claim that PCR is a legitimate diagnostic tool in this is just like Carrie Mullis said. It is not. All right. We got about 20 seconds before we're joined uh, with our uh, simulcast uh, Monday show, second hour of the Robert Scott Bell Show with TV, And that is also on Roku for those of you that want to watch us on your Roku TV sets. We should be on Roku 24-7. Maybe behind the scenes, we'll work on it. Working Stand on by it. for that. We're working on it. I know. Good stuff happening here on the Robert Scabell Show. All right. Welcome, everybody that's joining us on Brideon.tv. I got to hang out with some of the Brideon crew this past weekend in Austin, Texas, including Mike Adams, the health ranger. So if you missed our Sunday broadcast, which is also syndicated by GCN, but you can always find it at robertscottbell.com, now on Rumble and a bunch of other places, even though we're banned on YouTube and Spotify. 
which is interesting because we got a YouTube story to open up with in a moment. But I want to get you a heads up. Robert and Jamie Agee will be joining us momentarily talking about bannersforfreedom.com and the great work that they're doing to call, uh, let's say, attention to all the things or a lot of the things we've been lied to about. Help wake up the sleeping masses, those that are living in cognitive dissonance. We can't make them wake up, but we could certainly put the information in front of them and perhaps it reaches into their heart. Somehow a word might do that to have them live differently, not as slaves, but as creations of God, not government. We'll be right back. The Robert Scott Bell Show is on because the power to heal is yours. Robert Scott, the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. I want to acknowledge off also coming off of our uh, weekend in Austin, Texas, hanging out with some amazing people, seeing Mike Adams, my buddy. It was ama- It was so much fun. Uh, also, I got to see Alan, uh, one of uh, Michael Badnarik's best friends in the world. They were friends for years, decades, in fact. And um, Michael, you know, put a, a will together about what he wanted you know, done with his possessions. And, you know, I want to acknowledge Michael's love for me, my family, and my children, in fact, left one of his most prized possessions uh, for my son. And I was able to bring that back to him. And, you know, uh, Michael Badnark still with us in spirit uh, here on the Robert Scott Bell Show and would have enjoyed thoroughly, I believe, uh, Sherry Peel Jackson last hour and what we did. The question I ask, is it too much? Can you guys handle it? I know we tend to go a lot of places on the Robert Scott Bell Show from health freedom, of course, is our fundamental starting point, you know, medical freedom. But economic freedom, political freedom, you know, freedom can be hyphenated, true. And some would argue that without health freedom, there is no freedom, which is interesting, Super Don, if you don't mind. Can you show everybody that silver coin that we now have access to? It's kind of a bit of a fundraiser. And it says on there, I think without health freedom, there is no freedom. But it, it really is a, quite a beautiful silver coin that's now available as well. Uh, I think, Super Don, you said you put a banner up, if I'm not mistaken. We haven't talked about it yet. And I thought I at least should mention it as we crank up the broadcast week here on with our brighteon.tv uh, broadcast partners. And am, am I speaking out of turn? I just remember that you had done that, but, you know, oh, yeah, he's working on it. I, I, I see him now. Hold on. Leave me alone. You didn't tell me we we're going to do this. I know. That's just what happens. Spontaneous moments on the Robert Scott Bell Show. There are plenty of them. Uh, before we get there, I will tell you about my friends at Orange Guard, orangeguard.com. OrangeGuard.com is uh, something that is so extraordinary. If you've got pests coming in because it's wintry, cold, you got ants and roaches and stuff, you want to get rid of them, but you don't want to poison yourself, your kids, and your pets. OrangeGuard.com. This is a delimiting based pesticide that is completely safe for even organic agriculture. And I utilize it. OrangeGuard.com. You can get it from your local Ace Hardware or Whole Foods or just go direct to OrangeGuard.com. Send in a picture when you do get it. And uh, we're going to be doing a giveaway pretty soon. I think we got another. Yeah, there it is. Uh, this is the Orange Guard product that we utilize. Hopefully, you don't have a little pesky bug abouts, but if you do and you want to get rid of them safely, use Orange Guard, orangeguard.com. All right, thanks there, Super Don. Oh, here it is. The truth will set you free. A one ounce, three nines, pure, uh, fine silver coin. Uh, you know, beautiful imagery. Yes, there it is. Without health freedom, there is no freedom. And Super Don, confirm it. And I apologize, I threw you a curveball, but that's what I do. 
Um, you're like, yeah, leave me alone. Like, By the way, here's something we didn't talk about, and you're completely unprepared for. Can we look at it right now? It just occurred to me at that moment. I'm sorry. I didn't. It just, that's how it goes. What are you doing? Stop it. I got the buttons. You click the button. button. I did. Leave the buttons alone. That's my job. So is there, is there indeed like a banner on the Robert There is Jeffers a banner. Yeah, there it. is definitely a banner on the website on the right-hand side. Now I did it over the weekend. It's a collective. Really super collective cool, dude. Yeah. I mean, you know, I remember I completely forgotten about this because we had this discussion mm-hmm. like months ago. Yeah. About this coin, what what should it be? What would the artwork look like? You know, do you like yeah. this? Do you like that? Or like that? I completely forgot about it until mm-hmm. like Saturday when when the email came in and I was like, yeah. oh yeah. Right. So it is available now. The people yeah. can can buy those. I think they're like like ninety nine bucks or something. Yeah, it's it's a collectible. I'm going to be bringing yeah. some to. There's the, only a certain number of them that have been made. Right, it's a limited edition. Yeah. We're going to bring some to the Red Pill Expo as well for those of you who want to get that. And again, it helps support our mission of health, freedom, and healing liberty to get that out to the world. But you'll actually have something you can collect and keep, which is kind of yeah, cool. So very cool. Anyway, just want to share that with everybody. Also, uh, shout out to Nutritional Frontiers RSB 15. We should have uh, Jamie and Joe or a collection. I want them on a couple of times because we couldn't get them on last month. It was crazy how, how crazy busy. it ended up being scheduling-wise. Uh, yeah. But real quick, I, I want to hit this uh, topic uh, before we bring Robert and Jamie into the show for the first time. Um, we're talking about YouTube. We've been banned on YouTube for a long time. They're, they're horrible, horrible corporation. Uh, and yet here we have more evidence of their horribleness. The headline reads, YouTube announces it will certify medical information in cahoots with the World Health Organization. Now, oh, we that, were, that's going to work. Oh, of course. Because How long have they been doing this, this stupid thing that we got caught up in where mm-hmm. they ban people because, oh, you said something that... That disagrees with the World Health Organization. So yeah. you now have a, a strike and we're going to remove your video because it makes YouTube unsafe for people. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, what's unsafe is you think that the WHO <laughs> has any credibility when it comes to declaring Dude, what is right. They wrong. were wrong. And it's been proven that they yeah. were wrong at the time when we were disagreeing with them. Yep. Yeah, you went, how many emails have you gotten from YouTube saying, "Oh, we're sorry. Would yeah. you like to come back on YouTube?" No, nope, none at all. None. none at all. So it tells you what inevitably must happen, and I would urge you and encourage you, if when you're ready, if you haven't been banned yet, to remove yourself, extricate yourself from the YouTube matrix. Come on over <clears throat> to platforms like Rumble, where we now have uh, limited or no censorship in terms of what we do anyway. And you are free to disagree with the WHO and CDC and Fauci and Biden, all of that. Uh, and, and, you know, I don't have valid data on this super Don. And I brought this up to you earlier today that somebody had told me that rumble has grown so much that is now equivalent or even exceeding the download hours that YouTube has enjoyed. And I'm like, that's a huge deal. That would be a huge, I haven't been able to verify that, but listen, it's, it is incredibly popular. A lot of people have moved there and Mm -hmm. the idea that YouTube thinks that, well, we're going to certify, yeah, we're going to certify experts. Mm -hmm. Who's running things over at YouTube? Have they not figured out that Mm -hmm. people don't trust experts anymore because all of the experts that were out there telling us how it was and what to do and all these things like that yeah. ended up being wrong yeah. or caught lying. They're, they're participating in their own demise and I can't be happier for them. Uh, so you moron. keep it up YouTube and you will find more people moving over to these other platforms. Are we oh, yeah. gaining some more followers on rumble now? Cause that's an easy platform. Pretty much daily. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. At least one, one or two. Yeah. 
And one more thing I would ask for y'all to do, those of you who haven't yet, if you're new to the Robert Scott Bell Show, we're going to be at the Reawaken America Tour uh, for the first time, this time in uh, Branson, Missouri. And uh, then we have the Red Pill Expo. We've got some other events that we'll be announcing shortly. Uh, We've got online events. Super Don sends out newsletters. And you can be a part of that by simply texting my initials to 22828. What are my initials? Hmm, let me think. Robert Scott Bell. Hmm, Robert RSB. Yes, text RSB to 22828. And you too can get the newsletter, be up to date on all of the news items that we're covering in the show, uh, things that can help you navigate the, the, the medical matrix, among other things, to keep you safe and, and strong and well, and uh, including special deals on things that we utilize here. Uh, including um, the, well, we talked about delimiting. We talked about uh, nutritional frontiers, talking about sovereign silver, talking about synergy science stuff. All of these things we have discounts for you. Also, what about um, hmm, Cardio Miracle? I mentioned uh, last hour briefly, I won the challenge of the week max out challenge, which is nine rounds, full tilt, and they count your reps. And I got this time 1,815 reps in nine rounds. And my closest competitor, who I also insisted must be co-champion, I think was 30 less, but she's amazing. Uh, Amanda, the Mandalorian. Maybe I'll get a picture of her to show you. Uh, she's 39. I, I thought she was like 30. She's amazingly fit. And uh, she was amazing. So uh, we have done amazing things. I have done amazing things. And I credit a lot of that to the Cardio Miracle. Nitric oxide facilitating the uh, easy uh, delivery of oxygen to my cells at the furthest points of the microcapillary bed system and the uptake through the venous system, cardiomiracle.com, RSB, again, discount code there. Uh, so thank you. Shout out to John Hewlett and the family and the team there doing great work. And they'll also be with me at the Red Pill Expo. And maybe I'll have some samples also at the Reawaken America Tour. You know who else will be with me <clears throat> at the Reawaken America Tour? People that I've just met and you're, you're about to meet if you don't know them already. They seem to be awesome. I met Robert before the show. His wife, Jamie, joins him now as well. Robert and Jamie, AG, and we have a website, Banners for the number four, freedom.com. And they're doing amazing work. And they've raised a lot to put the word out, to wake people, red pill them through these billboard campaigns and seems to be working. And I want to find out more about it and how you can support it, how we can support it. Robert and Jamie, AG, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Hi, thanks for having us today. Yeah, I absolutely love the name, Robert, right? Of course, yeah, my name is Robert. Awesome, your awesome but name, Robert. Appreciate my, my, that. You my have brother's been. name is Scott. So it's like Robert and Scott, right? I'm, I'm not Dude, we're, that. Yeah, we're practically brothers. I love it. <laughs> All I need is an awesome hat like that. I probably couldn't pull it off like you can, though. You look great in that. Hey, I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll get a picture of you with it on at the Reawaken Conference in Branson next week. Oh, that would be awesome. Then we'll find out how goofy I really look. <laughs> I, I, I have a black one. I'll bring it with me. Okay. Yeah. That'll be, I want to be the man in black. Cause that, you know, that's the kind of thing, Johnny cash, Neil diamond. We can do that. I can pull that off. So thank you for that. So Robert, Jamie, tell us a little bit about your backstory, how this banners for freedom.com uh, site came up. Uh, was there a red pill moment in your life that awakened you to what's going on and that you wanted to be part of the correction? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's quite the testimony, you know, I'll try to keep it short here, but you know, we, we woke up, I mean, i I say we, uh, I, I woke up to a lot of this back in around the year 2000, right? So we've been waiting for this pandemic to come along. I think I stumbled across Alex Jones, right? And all his crazy rants. And, um, you know, he's talking about, you know, a, a mass, you know, vaccination, you know, genocide that's coming. And, you know, I'm, I'm into 
eschatology, right? Study of, of end time prophecy. So, you know, my radar has always been up. And when this, when this came about two years ago, you know, we knew exactly what their plan was, you know, before they even rolled it out. So as it was being rolled out, we're like, we're not participating in this whatsoever. And we were looking for other people, like-minded people that were awake and that, um, you know, were, were bucking the system at that time to, 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 to gather with and have fellowship because, you know, everyone's locked down in their homes and people aren't getting together. And we saw this reawaken America tour conference happening up in Tulsa. Uh, we, we, we couldn't get to that one because they were already sold out, but we had an ability, an opportunity to get to the Tampa reawaken conference back in June last year. And so we went down there and got inspired. We're really, it was amazing seeing 8,000 people, you know, really coming together and, Kind of you a get, patriotic spirit, but it was hot and sweaty. I remember the people that went told me about it too. It wasn't an easy one under a tent and everything. <laughs> That's right. I'm pretty but sure I had to change a couple times. <laughs> it was incredibly inspiring, and you know, you had so many different folks up there sharing truth. Uh, you know, one of which was General Flynn, mm-hmm. and you know, he was inspiring people to uh, to get involved at a local level. And when we got back here to Texas, we had a big Fourth of July party, and some folks that were out here were talking about how the county commissioners were passing this law to where we'd have to you know, get a, get a permit to a, build something in our County. we thought, why don't we go down there and let them know how we feel about it. And when we did, and we, we, we got a victory, right. They rescinded that day as a whole bunch of us showed up. Uh, we noticed that there were some COVID agenda items they were going over, right. Pertaining to how COVID is affecting our County and what they're going to do about it. There folks were wearing masks. And then the judge at the end of the meetings was getting up and encouraging everybody to go get this jab this experimental gene therapy shot, right? That he has no understanding of except for what he's got from say the CDC or mainstream media. And we thought, you know what, this is a perfect opportunity for us to come down here every week and educate them until we see some change. And we would just take material off of the different shows like your show, right? We would hear what you have to say. You know, there'd be documents submitted. We'd take screenshots. We'd hit the PDF links. We'd download documents and we simply show up and read those documents put it on public record mm-hmm. and you know, we I, didn't have to be the experts. There's mm-hmm, plenty yeah. of experts out there calling out the, the real information and we just had to present it. How many That's snowflakes right. did you have to deal with besides those on the, you know, the, the, the councils that you were, rep, you know, uh, bringing this information to because Texas, it wasn't as bad, but yet there were people everywhere living in fear. That's that's the thing. It's it's fear. It's all fear fear based uh, propaganda. And you know, there's a lot. It's an older generation in Bonham, Texas. It's where we live, right outside of Dallas. And you know, they 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 watch a lot of the mainstream media, and they they just they they don't they don't search alternative sources. And so they're getting all the fear. Mm-hmm. And you know, as, as far as you know, those that were at the county commissioner meetings, those that were say employees of the county. You know, it was kind of kind of half and half. You know, some of them would pull us to the side and say, whatever you do, don't stop coming. We need okay. you to be here to be a voice for us because we can't speak on these things. Mm-hmm. And half of the county commissioners were awake and would thank us, you know, privately. Hey, you know, we appreciate what you're doing. I hope you're coming back next week. And the other half thought we were crazy. And the judge didn't know what to do with us. <laughs> and so, you know. However, we did have a few that came up and said that they had actually already gotten the first round of vaxes. And then. Mm-hmm. They were they were still thanking us for bringing this information because they hadn't heard it. So I don't think that they went and got their boosters after that, after hearing what we had to say, which that's an incredible feat on its own. 
So we thought, you know, why don't we take an ad out in the paper and educate, you know, the folks in our community that way as well? Because, you know, what we were speaking of in the county commissioner meetings was being covered by the reporter that was sent down there every day. So our comments were front page on the county paper every week. And we had some censorship happen there. And, you know, so we took an ad out in the paper and actually went went well. We had the, the um, they had a COVID case chart. How many people have got COVID or were sick of COVID or dying of COVID? We thought, why don't we put an ad in there that says, how many people are sick and dying of the jab, right? Let's, let's, let's give all the information here. And uh, that, that that went well, but, you know, that censorship and we thought, you know, we need to get more creative and I wasn't sure what to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I'm trying to run a general contracting business and I'm already taking my time off to go to county commissioners every week. And we've been doing it for 17 weeks. And my wife was in town. And, and I saw a billboard, big old digital billboard in town. And it's right next to the Sonic. And right across the street from the high school, and I felt like the Lord just said, here's your your next sign. Mm. <laughs> this is how you're going to get the information out. And so I called the vendor and, mm-hmm. you know, it was $800 for our little town. And I, told, I came to him. I was like, I need you to design me a billboard ad. <laughs> Yeah. Because I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. That's are crazy. you? Uh, yeah. Are you waiting for a sign from God? No, actually, we're we're printing them up and putting them up. You know? <laughs> and, and and there are a lot of times, you know, these billboards are done for a reason. People put them up because they realize people read them and respond to them. And yet, very few in our community have thought about. And there are some, believe me, that have figured this out that they can utilize the same advertising techniques for good that are being used for great harm and evil. And, 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 and that's key. You know, when she came to me and, and presented this idea, I was like, hey, you know, billboards are way bigger than us. I don't have time for this. You know, all the excuses that we can come up with. And she reminded me of coming out to the children. I was like, you know what? That's that's right. You know, this is war. It's a line you don't cross. Sacrifices mm-hmm. need to be made. And so we put this ad up and we just put the VARS numbers. Right. How many people had, were injured by the jab at that time that was reported to the health and human services website, which we know is way underreported and probably only one percent is actually reported according to the Harvard study called the Lazarus Report. We said, you know what, if we just put that number up there, you know, 800,000 people have been injured by this jab, maybe that'll get people to think twice, mm-hmm. right, before they go and participate. Was, in this. was there any reluctance by the billboard company to put something up that was actually factual? Yeah, you know, at first there wasn't, shockingly. Uh, but then that was actually the first billboard that came back to us after it was up for two months or something like that. And they said, Hey, um, you know, we got a couple phone calls. We're not feeling good about it. We're going to have to pull the ad. You know, they're afraid of someone throwing stones at it or something. I mean, these are just, people just made a couple phone calls, yeah. you know, and it's, 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 it's really unbelievable how uh, folks will bend at the pressure. Oh, there's absolute cowardice, uh, you is. know, in, in this regard. And, and I appreciate those that, that stand up to those actual cowards that are throwing, you know, uh, you know, fear mongering messages and saying, oh, we're or threatening messages, even how dare you put up that factual, you know, thing that we don't like, for instance, even though, you know, you, you're not making anything up. So from the VAERS data number, uh, did they pull it down? And you had to now come up with a, a more creative option or you go elsewhere? What happened? Yeah, well, you know, so I mean, we, we weren't going to stop there. And by that time, we actually had a, a ton of billboards. We weren't planning on doing this. This was just one billboard in our community. And then the next thing we know, you know, we get a phone call from Clay Clark and then he wants to do an interview, which gets picked up on the end. We know show. And then Stu Peters calls and then Clay wants us to be down at these conferences. And we go down to San Antonio and we're up there and we raise one hundred thousand dollars. 
we weren't even trying to. We're like, what are we doing here? What's happening? You know, Clay yeah. grabs the mic, says, hey, because he, he wants to get up there and share with everybody what we were doing. And I thought, I told him he was crazy. Like I told my wife, you know, I was like, I'm not getting up for 3,000 people. We have no idea what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I got a message. And that message was, you know, my wife came to me when this first started. He said, look what I was reading in Psalm, Psalms 20, verse 5. It says, and in the name of our God, we will raise our banners. I was like, that, that's it. You know, we're the army of the Lord. We're going to march forward. We're going to raise banners of truth across this nation is what I had in my heart. And it's a message I delivered in San Antonio at the Reawaken Conference. And apparently that resonated with everybody when I reminded them, hey, you know, we're the army of the Lord, just like David had reminded the, the, the Israelite army when they were facing the Philistines and the giants. They forgot who they had served. And so, you know, people had just started coming up to the platform and donating money. And Clay grabs the mic and says, hey, we're going to raise $100,000. Has the, uh, the the production guy play some music. He plays Waymaker. And people just come to the front and fill up trash bags full of cash. By the wow. time we finished counting the cash, and then we looked at our gifts saying go, it was $50,000. A gentleman walks up on that platform without knowing how much had been donated and said, hey, I'm going to match everything that was donated today. And he transferred $50,000 to our account. We actually raised exactly $100,000. And so that really, you know, pushed us forward and allowed us to start putting up billboards all over this nation from coast to coast. And since November 1st of last year, we've been able to put up 185 billboards in 33 states, uh, bus benches, mobile digital trucks, 500 indoor billboards in all these different types of venues, you know, uh, restaurants mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then Times Square, which is an amazing testimony. Uh, we've been live wow. in Times Square since January. Wow. That's that's a place to put it up, right? We have images of uh, some of these billboards if you want to check them out uh, here. And and again, the links, Banners 4, the number 4, Banners4Freedom.com. Look at that one. That's look, Is that Times Square we're looking at right now? That, that is Times Square. And I don't, wow. you know, I don't know how we've been able to get these. It's by divine <laughs> providence, right, yeah. that this company contacted us and said, hey, you can use our board, put up what, you know, pretty much whatever you want. Wow. And, and we've just been running ads every week, you know, and updating them every week since January. You know, that's currently up there right now is uh, working with the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation. We put up how many children reported to the VAR system, you mm-hmm. know, have died or been injured or disabled. And, uh, of course, we had that Fauci one that you had up there earlier. It was, and this is an animated board. So it's like a television screen. So we can put up a 10 second animation. Wow. Yeah. That, that Fauci one has Punisher and John Durham grabbing them by the arms and throwing them out. And then it transitions to that meme where, mm-hmm. you know, that Chris Rock and um, Will Smith, a uh, uh, Grammy slap, right. Yeah. That we all saw well, those got president Trump slapping, slapping old Fauci. there, saying you're fired. Well, I wish he had done that when he was president. That's for sure. Right. Uh, but again, it, it shows even people that have some semblance of knowledge and can see through a lot are also capable of being deceived. And uh, we must, again, do better. But we, we must continue to educate and inform, not with deception and not even with fear, even though it is scary to think about how many kids have been harmed. But uh, as I uh, you know, say this from time to time, I said it last hour with, uh, doc, uh, with Sherry uh, Peel, um, where... Fear is, God isn't. And I ask people to pay attention to that symptom called fear and find out why is it creeping up in you in these circumstances. And maybe perhaps you could find your way back to that which dissolves all of that fear, that love of our creator, and the fact that we get our rights from God, not government. We're going to take a quick break here on Brideon.tv and still talk to our folks behind the scenes at robertscatbell.com. The Robert Scott Bell Show is on, bringing that power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you. 
All right. I think right now we're on a break for Brighteon.tv, but many of our folks that don't watch on Roku are still watching us directly on the website. Robert and Jamie are here with us, and I want to acknowledge them doing great work. I can't wait to see you guys now to get to meet you before the event in Branson, uh, which uh, you know, I'm getting more excited every time I meet someone that's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Branson is going to be incredible. You know, every one of these are incredible. And, you know, we're gearing up right before this this pivotal time with the election that's happening. You know, we're, we're really hoping to see some breakthroughs. And, and, and we are, you know, we're seeing an exposure happening on a scale, you know, we've been we've been hoping for. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course, there's so much more that needs to come out. And, you know, all, all, all in the right time, I guess, you know, it's it's never soon enough. Yeah. But we're, we're doing our part to get the information out. You know, we've got a couple of billboards going up right next to the CDC in Atlanta, Georgia this week. Wow, that's great. Now, I, th- I think Steve Kirsch was doing one up there. If you've seen what Steve's been writing about as well. Uh, so full court press on the criminals at CDC and um, just amazing. And, and you're, you're living examples for what I've been talking about as well. For when our kids and their kids one day look back and they say, you know what? I'm glad Robert and Jamie were not quiet with the information they learned and they spoke out and they made it better for us. And, and, you know, that's a big part of this. It isn't only for us. We've been here and we can, you know, we can look back at our parents and their parents and see where they may have abandoned liberty for convenience sake or overwhelmed with technology and advancements. But moving us away from the guidance of the spirit that really directs us not to live in fear, but to live in that love and reality that we are creations of, again, God, not government. And that changes a lot, but we hear about it and people speak about it, even up from the pulpit. We talked also about the corruption of government with 501c3 status suddenly having control over the message. You can't speak about certain things. You're limited. It's like, wait a second. That First Amendment was not written to give us a privilege or a right of freedom of speech. It existed a pre-existing right that came from God. And that we are not to be limited by government, yet we're seeing it all of the time. Government applying its uh, power on certain things like YouTube or other things that used to be good disseminators of all kinds of information, including ours. So stand by. We're about to be rejoined by our friends on brighteon.tv. Here we go. Three, two, one. All right. We're back at it here on the Robert Bell show. Welcoming all of you at brighteon.tv where we simulcast a second hour of our Monday broadcast. It is Halloween for those that want to dress up and whatever. Again, it's everybody's up to you what you want to do with it. We're just going straight forward, health, freedom, and healing liberty here today. And we have got Robert and Jamie Ag, and they have a link at bannersforfreedom.com. We are linking them at robertscoutbell.com. Also, there's a Give, Send, Go campaign, and uh, that's linked up. And they've raised just stunning, almost five, almost half a million, because people are really wanting to get the message out. They're wanting to make an impact. And this is one of the ways that people have been impacted to do not-so-good things, billboards. So why not utilize them for good? And so if y'all want to support uh, Robert and Jamie's uh, great works here, by all means, we're, we're going to be joining them. Uh, this is the first time I'll be at the Reawaken America Tour, and this will be in Branson, Missouri, this uh, the what, 4th and 5th of November 2022. Yeah, and you know, what, what, what's amazing about the whole Give, Send, Go you know, we had originally set that up because some folks in our community found out we had a billboard up in town. They were like, hey, you know, that, that this is our community, too. We want to we want to help. You know, you shouldn't be fully responsible. So we you know, found the Christian alternative to GoFundMe, which is the commie platform, mm-hmm. set up this gifts and go. 
And then, you know, people just started donating. And this wasn't a unique idea to us putting up billboards around this nation and taking authority over, you know, one of these mountains of influence the enemy has used against us for so long to put out disinformation. Uh, you know, they, they said, you know, we, we had an idea about putting up billboards, but we didn't know how to do it, how to facilitate it. We didn't have the ads or whatever the case may be. But your platform's already here, and this is a way for us to get involved. And this this whole thing is is a, is a grassroots, you know, by the people, you know, for the people um, that have come together, brought their loaves and fish, and said, "Hey, well, we're going to do what we can, what little bit we can, and we're going to ask it to be multiplied, and we're going to try to get this information out to the people because the mainstream media is not doing, it, our government's not doing it, the medical, you know, institutions aren't doing it, and we have a moral obligation, right? You know, my, my wife and I aren't are, are jab, we're, we're we're pure bloods, right? You know, our children aren't jab, my family's not jab, we will never do that." But we have a moral obligation to go forth and make sure as many other people are aware of this great evil that is upon mm-hmm. us. You know, so we, yeah. we're, we're, we're sacrificing to make this happen. And, and I believe the Lord's going to honor all, all, all of our work. You know, everybody that has come together and, and donated to make this mm-hmm. possible. And there's so many more possibilities um, coming mm-hmm. f- coming forward that we're going to be getting involved in. You know, we're talking to a lot of different people and, you know, we're asking for doors to open. But like you were mentioning earlier, you saw some posts from Steve Kirsch. Uh, that's actually who we're working with, uh, VaxSafety.org. Nice. Uh, to put up these billboards, we found these great locations as close as you can possibly get to the CDC campus in Atlanta, Georgia. It's a huge campus, right? You have the CDC headquarters, you got university, you got hospitals. And it's all within this campus. And we have been able to uh, to, to to secure mm-hmm. a billboard on the east entrance and on the west entrance, coming and going. They right? cannot escape it unless they wear their pharmaceutical horse blinders, which they try to do. <laughs> That's right. That's but I right. look at them as as dogs. How do you train a dog not to poop in your house? You rub mm-hmm. their nose in the poop, and I'm thinking we need to rub some CDC people in that poop. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, they need to be held accountable, and you know, we the people must do that. Right. And we, we, we have the power to do it. You know, we have the authority to do it. We just have to do it. Right. You know, when we showed up that first time to the county commissioner meetings that one day and we all showed up and we voiced our concerns about that, that permit deal that they were, they passed and they quickly rescinded and apologized because they saw us show up Mm -hmm. and that there, there, there's, there's power um, in, in the, in the spoken word, but also in the presence of the people. And I think, I think folks are finally getting, getting angry enough and they're, they're, they're doing something about it. And, you know, it's a shame it's taken this to get, I'm, t- I'm speaking to myself to get involved. Right. Mm-hmm. But we, we see the importance. And so, you know, we're, we're putting up an ad says, you know, the death safety signals in VAERS was triggered long ago. Why didn't mm-hmm. anybody at the CDC notice? Mm-hmm. Right. Phrasing a question, you know, and then there's one on the other side says how many more kids have to die before the CDC stopped the COVID shot. Yeah. Well, I think that these messages will serve to fully or or let's say further delegitimize these agencies in the eyes of the people for those who are, well, have the eyes to see, the ears to hear, the heart to understand, and, and then the courage to act on this information. You know, and that was a big part of the first hour show with uh, Sherry Peel Jackson. It's like, wow, when you know to the level of the deception that she knows, the question is, what will you do? And she's doing her part to provide opportunities for people to say, hey, how do we reduce uh, at the very least the, the the food that those entities enslave us, deceive us, harm us, and even kill us if they get away with it. And they are at the same time, the honoring of what you're doing is happening all the time. And we may not see it in real time. Sometimes it's not known till later, but it indeed is 
just by the very heart that you, you know, that connection that we have with one another, you're strengthened by that and that communication that is going out. And that's part of the, the word as we talk about the word uh, reaching the people. It has to reach them in a way that reaches them. And sometimes we have to be very creative about that. But I think among the gifts we've gotten from God, uh, life itself and choice and agency is creativity and imagination. We can do things that they can't even conceive of because they're operating in fear reduction machinery that's more Luciferian than it is of the real light of God. Well, you know, that's a great point. You know, we constantly, you know, say that you know, the, the Lord's given us divine blueprints. We couldn't have figured this out if we had tried. We're very simple people. I'm a general contractor. We live out here in the backwoods of Texas. Um, my wife stay at home mom homeschools our children. You know, we, we're not qualified to be doing what we're doing. But you don't have to be, right? Because the Lord qualifies you. Yes. You know, he 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 gives you what you need. He's just looking for people that are billing. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, we'll do something. We don't know what we can do. But you know, he just starts opening up doors and he starts making it making it all possible. And you just walk forward in faith. He can use anybody. He used simple carpenters, you know, he used simple fishermen and tax collectors and, and, and the least of us to do great things. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, he's got a plan for for all of us uh, mm-hmm. in, in this whole um yeah you know, evil scenario that that's happening right now. And, you know, there, there's different things, you know, he, you know, just for just recently, um, you know, I've been encouraged for since we started doing this to, um, to, to acquire a PMA. And uh, y'all were earlier talking about in the previous segment mm-hmm. about um, the, the 501 C3 and tax exempt status and, you know, the government getting involved and telling you what you can or can't do. Mm-hmm. I keep hearing about this PMA private member association, which is also, you know, a tax exempt, you know, sort, sort, sort of thing that you can become. And, um, it's, it's really interesting. We're, we're actually going to go ahead and pursue this. So many others have, have done it mm-hmm. where you, you become a private operating company, right. Uh, or ministry, private and membership you, ministry. Exactly. And, uh, yep. and you, you kick the, let's just call them the bad guys out because they're not welcome. They're not part of that system. And the, the, the ruse or the dupe is that you get pulled into corporate uh, structures that subjugate you to these evil entities, to these Luciferian agendas. And you have no idea. You think you're being a good little boy or girl following the rules. And those rules lead you straight to a hellish existence of enslavement. And so there's a lot of innovation occurring in terms of these PMAs, recognizing that it's not even unprecedented. It's not even new, uh, but no. suddenly it's now come out. This is the point of what I was talking with Sherry about. It's like I'm hearing things being talked about that I was like, I thought one person in a million, if that knew it. And now I'm hearing it everywhere. Yes. That's great. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's amazing. You know, and the government can't get involved with what you're doing there. And it's written in the, in our code. It's, it's, a, it's a legal thing. It's just been hidden from us for so long. Mm-hmm. And now these things are being revealed to us so that we can operate in the way, you know, that we um, have always su- supposed to have operated in. Um, but, you know, we, we have certain unlineable rights mm-hmm. and, and we're becoming more and more aware of that right now. Now, this is going to allow Banners for Freedom to be a, a tax exempt. You know, we we didn't become a nonprofit to begin. You don't want the rules associated with that. We didn't want that. We didn't want the government (laughs) coming in telling us what we can and can't do. But there's a lot of folks that, you know, want to donate large, large sums to be tax write-offs. We we can't, you know, accept that as a, as a, as a tax exempt thing. Um, But this PMA is going to allow us to do that. And we're, we're hoping that's going to really project things, you know, forward in Mm -hmm. in ways that we cannot go right now. But there's so many messages that need to go up, you know, that not just the medical tyranny, but the election tyranny, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's messages about, 
you know, J6, you know, we've been putting up a lot of messages about that up on our, our uh, Times Square board. Um, you know, there's there's Mex- there's there's so many messages about our universities and our institutions, you know, the um, CRT stuff. I mean, there, there's a million things. We, we have to break the brainwashing that has taken place across our nation. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, this mass formation psychosis that has taken place, this CIA agenda is what it is to to um, you know convince people of a false reality and somehow we have to break through the, this, this this information warfare right so we are going to use the means that they've used against us and we're going to turn it around on them and uh, we, we're just we're, we're really excited about the possibilities yes our kung fu is better than theirs I just want to remind you that you know, the, the martial arts and art of war context and concepts don't always involve bloodshed. Don't need to. In fact, as I pointed out last hour, something I've said, you know, if you want to overcome cancer, you don't have to kill it with toxic poison. That'll kill you. You starve it. You starve it of what it needs to own and control you or me. And that's a peaceful means by which we can move forward. And fasting is something that's written about in historical and religious texts, the Bible as well, uh, as a way to overcome so much. And of course, if we talk about the spiritual aspect and reality of our lives, how it plays out politically, economically, and our health system as well, it's regaining and restoring that level connection, that deep connection to the source of all healing that I call our divinity. That's it. That's it. Go ahead, Jamie. I, I interrupt you. Mention, yeah. I was just going to mention one thing: is little the little personal testimony about the whole YouTube censorship that <laughs> yes. you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so. 14 years ago is when he helped wake me up on kind of, you know, the conspiracy side of stuff, end time prophecy. And again, we kind of knew in the future at some point they were going to, you know, try to mandate some kind of shot or, you know, universal system to track all of us. And um, so I woke up to all of that, but I didn't really talk about it too much. And then last year, when they were really starting to force it on the children, you know, I I had had a day of repentance and I was just pouring my heart out to the Lord. And I'm like, I know none of the mandates or the mask, that whole scenario, like did not affect us personally. Like my husband would never come and tell me that I have to get a mandate to keep my job as his bookkeeper for his modeling company. You know, I'm not going to tell my children that I homeschool. (laughs) They need a vax, but I have friends who are teachers. I've got, you know, my kids as friends that are having to go to school and have to deal with all this stuff. And for me at the beginning of even the shutdown, they announced over the radio, we were sitting in a gas station parking lot, getting ready to take the boys to ride their bikes at the park. I, and they announced the shutdowns for the school. And I had no idea what the last year and a half was going to be like. And I just turned around and I said, fear is a liar and no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And we went along with mm-hmm. our day and mm-hmm. we've never had, you know, a moment. Oh my goodness. You know, we're not living in fear. Um, very rarely did we comply with the mask mandates. We did get kicked out of the Alamo for not wearing our mask outside, but <laughs> that's another story. Mm-hmm. But um, so it wasn't something that any of this speaking out again um, 
spreading the truth about what's really going on with these vaccines mm-hmm. and things wasn't really going to affect us personally. Mm-hmm. But I knew it was going to affect all of our friends and family. Well, but, you know, becoming selfless in that sense, really willing to put yourself out for others. Not that you are forcing them to accept our, you know, your views or my view or our view, but inspiring them to recognize things that they don't recognize yet. Give them the opportunity. And that's the point of, you know, do I just remain quiet because I'm afraid of speaking out or are we called to speak out and, you know, give and live our testimony, be living examples for others. And you guys are doing that. I appreciate that so much. By the way, you mentioned the Alamo. It just reminds me of um, the last year of um, Michael Badnarik's life. He actually was a docent. He would give tours at the Alamo uh, as well. And just, you know, to get a tour from this guy was amazing. And by the way, remembering too, back in 04, it was, uh, Aaron Russo and Gary Nolan, who are running for the uh, presidential uh, uh, nominee, be the nominee for the Libertarian Party, and Michael Bednarik won that year. So I couldn't remember Gary Nolan's name; it just came back to me. But uh, Robert and Jamie, you guys are inspiration. Uh, you're you're just doing it. You're living it. I love it. Uh, we had a, a comment from Stephen in the chat room. There are so many messages that need to be broadcast. Maybe Robert and Jamie should stream a live stream of the Robert Scott Bell Show with closed captioning on Times Square billboard. <laughs> that would be something. Be People are running, running and screaming, but that would be fun. But uh, you guys, I appreciate you so much. Is there any other call to action you want to let loose on before we go here and wrap up? I know that we've got, again, your websites linked up, Banners for Freedom, the number four, bannersforfreedom.com, and we've got links to the Give, Send, Go for those that want to donate in that way. Uh, anything else that we didn't cover? Sure. Well, you know, in regards to the, the website, it's it's really neat. If you go to banners number four freedom dot com and you scroll down, you'll see an interactive map that we've built where you can locate the billboards where we've placed them all across the U.S. You can zoom in. There's little flames over them. And these are digital billboards. So we get webcams back whenever the ad goes live and we post it, you know, a link to the, the location on the map. So you can actually see what some of these billboards look like. Now I only have one picture per, per location is what we post on the site, but there's actually multiple ads that run. Mm. These are digital. So we submit four five, six, seven ads and they'll just run in rotation. Um, you know, we, we put up the VARS number, the injury numbers, we put up uh, the death numbers. We put up one that says hospital protocol kills. There's another one that says defeat the mandates. And then we'll throw in a couple of, uh, you know, other truth bombs in there from time to time. So you can follow along there. And then um, down below, you know, folks were asking about, hey, how can we raise our own banner locally in our community without having to put up a, a billboard? So they were wanting, you know, vinyl banners and yard signs and they wanted to be a mobile, you know, banner themselves. So we got mm-hmm. car magnets and yard signs and stickers you can put across the back of your windshield, be a mobile banner. Um, th- those, those are always fun. People, people love getting that, you know, they'll get like a hundred pack of yard signs and just stick them all over the city. Right. Yeah, you know, you put them in the intersect, you put them wherever, you know, yeah. it don't matter if someone's going to take it. It's not, not a big deal, but put it there and, and hopefully the right person's going to see it. And, you know, you can follow along on uh, true social. We're mm-hmm. also on telegram banners, the number four freedom. And whenever something new's happening, we post it on there and nice. uh, it's, it's a lot I got to follow you guys. Uh, I didn't know that your tag, what was it for Instagram? I I get, I track you banners, the number four freedom for, okay. I'll find you out before the end of the broadcast today. I'll get on that so we can connect there as well. And I can't wait to see it. It's like uh, less than a week away. We're going to be at uh, Branson, Missouri for the next, the final one of this calendar year, I believe. Um, we're, we're pulling out of here as soon as this interview is over. We're backing up and driving that direction. Well, shout out to Clay Clark. Thank you for inviting me to be part of that. I didn't realize 
honestly, it's like, it's so overwhelming. I was like, gosh, another trip, another thing. But this event sounds like it's going to be sensational. And I hope everybody's going to meet you and all of us and uh, hit that. And when it starts up in the new year, do some more. That's right. Hey, thanks so much for having us. We really appreciate all that you're doing, sir. Yeah, well, thank you for being a, a significant part of what the Army of Free Speech or uh, I don't know what else to call it, uh, the Empire of Free Speech, whatever. But it's just free speech and pushing it for all it's worth for the empowerment that we are seeking, not from government, but from a far higher place than that. You know where that is. Thanks, guys. That's right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Robert and Jamie AG, wonderful, wonderful people. And you can feel the heart and their integrity. And I can't wait to see them and you at that event. For those of you who are going this weekend in Branson, Missouri, the Reawaken America Tour. And then the following week, uh, Sherry Peel Jackson will join me and many others, including, uh, gosh, so many, uh, David Martin and more at the uh, Red Pill Expo. And we got a 10% discount for that. Use the code RSB to get 10% off of your tickets for Red Pill Expo. And uh, there you go. Uh, we are here on Brideon.tv, the second hour of the Robert Scott Bell Show each week at this time. But, hey, there's a lot more of the Robert Scott Bell Show to go even beyond this. So if you haven't already signed up for the newsletter, text my initials RSB to the number 22828. That's it, 22828, and then send RSB. And then you'll be prompted to get enter your email, and Superdown will be able to send you an email uh, with all the things that are going on on this show, upcoming events, uh, special deals on things that we utilize. I appreciate all of your support. For those of you who are not yet patron supporters of the Robert Scott Bell Show, that's another exciting opportunity. We're going to be working on which Saturday this month. We've been trying to flip-flop a weekday evening to a Saturday morning or midday uh, to do our uh, monthly AMA sessions via Zoom where we see one another. It's a great, great community that has developed the Robert Scott Bell Show family. Please consider uh, doing that as well for as little as five bucks a month or, or the whole year in advance. Uh, you can be part of that and a lot of great um, things that we don't make available to the general public, so to speak, uh, through the uh, patron support. So thank you all for that. Uh, I mentioned also uh, uh, now a, a silver coin, if you will. I don't know if you'd rather to call it that, but a health freedom coin available now. Uh, it's kind of a fundraiser event, but you can actually have a keepsake. Without health freedom, there is no freedom. A beautiful design, three nines pure silver. The truth will set you free. One ounce, uh, triple nine fine silver. And I'll bring some of those as well to the uh, the Red Pill Expo, if you want to get them there. So thank you all for being here. We've got a little bit more time. In fact, I think it's time for something called a question of the day. All right. This is, you know, these questions that they can be controversial when they bring up brand names, because I don't like to bash and trash anybody or anything, but I'm just going to be objective in my reaction response to this. Uh, this is from Bill. He says, hi, guys, there's a protein bar called Built Bar. My understanding is this is a good protein bar. Here are some of the ingredients. Whey protein isolate, partially hydrolyzed whey protein isolate, digestion-resistant maltodextrin, glycerin, erythritol, gelatin, non-fat dry milk. Are these considered healthy ingredients? What does it, what does, what is partially hydrolyzed? Eh. Anyway, hydrogenated hydrolyzed. <laughs> I, I, I really... Super what is it? You, Partially? I'm not even say hydro, hydrolyzed? Hydrolyzed. hydrolyzed. That's it. Ah, right. yes. Um, can you bring up the label? Because I looked at that. I can. I, yeah. I I went and pulled it. Man, there were so many different uh, varieties. I, I'm a big fan of peanut butter, so I picked yeah. the, what is this one here? The peanut butter yes. uh, brownie. There we okay. go. That's it. All, All right. right. So, so go full screen with that so I can read it, if you don't mind. Uh, and let's go through this. And, and maybe... 
All right, protein blend, whey protein isolate, partially hydrolyzed whey protein. Now, no, re- no reference. Somebody would have to tell me, is this from grass-fed animals, for instance, whey? I don't know. They don't say it. But when you partially hydrolyze it, I mean, you've altered the protein. Uh, now you say water, dark chocolate, sugar, chocolate, liqueur, cocoa butter, milk, fat, soy, lecithin, vanilla. Again, no reference to the word organic, so the soy is likely GMO. Who knows what the quality of milk fat is? Uh, digestion-resistant maltodextrin. This is funny because maltodextrin, by definition, is not easy to digest. So why do they even say that? Other than to say, oh, well, it doesn't digest well, so you're not going to get calories from it. And then peanuts. Peanuts, not organic peanuts. That's loaded with aflatoxin. This is not a good good uh, uh, ingredient. Some argue that peanuts are not good overall, but certainly you want to go organic if you do it. Glycerin, again, peanut butter, not organic. Hydrogenated, hydrogenated? Cottonseed and rapeseed oil. GMO crops. Canola is rapeseed. At least they list it as rapeseed. Erythritol, cocoa, gelatin, natural flavor, citric acid. I'm sorry. Uh, look, I got. I don't know. Dude, is that people. a typo there? Is it? Shouldn't it be hydrogenated? Typically, yeah. Hydro. Hydrogenated. Yeah, I've never seen that. That's label. interesting. Yeah. I'm confused by this, but I will tell you, this is something <laughs> I am. You're not going to find RSB eating. Again, I'm not trying to make. Uh, any enemies here i'm just like looking at the ingredients and it's just no it's not something i would eat and 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 so there are protein bars that are more organic and non-denatured and yeah i mean look i i've gotten some uh non i don't know they're necessary protein in fact there is one super don uh i forget I i think i've showed the label i need to get some more for this trip coming up but they have a high protein form that does have peanut butter but it's organic peanut butter uh, and I, I apologize. I can't remember the name of the bar, but there are options out there that are better than these that are marketed into being that are claimed to be really good and clean. I don't know what their claim to fame is, but I'm not eating that one. Just just saying, just saying. That's uh, just so, your, your personal. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, look, does it mean uh, that, uh, the, you know, the, for other people, it might be right for them? Yeah, I'm not dissing. I'm just saying my reaction. And by, by the way, Super Don, how did I react when I first read that off the air? You remember? Uh, it was pretty funny. I wish I wish we would be we had been live when that happened because yeah, I couldn't believe what I was reading. You were uh, like, I, yeah, flailing your arms and running around the studio. I may have dropped an f bomb or two. I, I don't know, but it was like uh, oh, I think you might have. Yeah. Oh my sure. gosh! All right, moving into the quality or lack of quality ingredients. Uh, the FDA is saying that this ingredient causes cancer. Yet it's in hundreds of candy. Since this is Halloween, Hollow Scream or whatever. Uh, maybe think twice about some of these. You're kind of ball humbug on the Halloween thing. I've, I've look, noticed I, this look, today. I get the fun. See, All the Halloween kids ex- that are watching this show right now are throwing things at, at the at the computer screen. Look, I get the fun of dressing up as a costume. I do. I understand that. It's fun. Like you've shown pictures of me, like in a theatrical production, was dressing up and pretending to be something. That's fun. I got nothing wrong with that. But uh, but, but <clears> show <throat> the picture again where I photo bombed. Four at the gym this morning. That to me, that was my Halloween experience of the day. I was a superhero. I was flying through the picture. There it is. Can you recognize that guy? Are you sticking your tongue out? Is that what's going on there? Probably. It was like I went as crazy as I could be. And I'm and, sorry, this dude here. Yeah. I, you know, uh, he's got a Thor costume on. That, well, that got a, wig a that he's wearing? Yeah, it's a Thor I'm cape. assuming that's I mean, a wig. wig. Yeah, it's a Thor wig. Yes. Yeah. It is. No, Thor. Thor would would uh, ask for his hammer back. 
yeah, he's got the hammer there. And his beard is real. Nice guy, though. Don't yeah, don't be dissing <laughs> him. Nice guy. But anyway, that was I'm my sure fun Halloween nice experience. Yeah. So let's go back to what not to eat and what not to give kids. And in this uh, article, you'll see pictures of some products. And the, the uh, key ingredient, in this case, to avoid, among others, is red number three. Scientists have urged the, the FDA to ban red three. It's already illegal in cosmetics from foods, ingested uh, drugs and supplements. Probably illegal in other countries around the world. But you'll find red three in candy corn. Nerds, peeps, pez, sweet. Dude, tongue. who eats candy corn? That's like the grossest, gnarliest candy there is. Oh, I, I've heard some friends of ours. There's eat some, candy yeah. Corn. Yeah. No, we're not the only one, that, but some of them do. So uh, please be careful about what you give away. You don't want to cause cancer. And I know that one day a, a year is not going to cause cancer, but it's like the accumulation of this. So if you see red three is in it, we know it's bad. Please avoid it. Now, with that, for those of you who want more of the Robert Scott Bell Show, come on over to robertscottbell.com. Uh, we have a bonus round even after we're ending with our Roku uh, co-stream, so to speak, with our friends at brideon.tv. Uh, and I'll be there, hopefully with them, at the uh, the Reawaken America Tour. I'll be broadcasting live uh, over the weekend as well. So thank you all for being here. Please share the show. And I just remind you, as I remind myself each and every hour, the power to heal is yours. Okay, bonus round commences now. Uh, Super Don, I was just seeing some Orange Guard comments earlier. Uh, Charles, who's I think in the Tampa Bay area where there's a lot of ants, fire ants and things like that. He says mm -hmm. he bought Orange Guard for the house in Florida for the persistent, tiny, almost invisible ants. I remember those. He said it worked instantly and it seems to keep them away for a while afterwards, too. Uh, cool. and you've tried it in your house, too. As yeah, well. no, I've had I've had nothing but good luck with it. Yeah. And also, uh, aphids and, yeah. and midges and uh, mm -hmm. uh, ants and stuff. Yeah, fortunately, you know, that's the one thing I like about this season um, yeah. that we're going into now is that the bugs are gone. Yeah, although some of them come indoors to hide from the cold. So that's spiders you still yeah. get to deal with, but a lot of, a lot of all the, the annoying things yeah. that, but in, in Florida, it doesn't get cold like where you are. So you're right. still going to have these problems. Uh, there was another comment. Let's see. This was uh, coming through. Oh. What, what An, another orange guard comment? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Brenda says, FYI, just stopped at the DeForest, Wisconsin Ace Hardware to get orange guard and was told it was discontinued. Well, it's not discontinued as a product. They discontinued that, they that particular they did, store. Yeah. But I would say be persistent and get others to come in and ask for it and they will continue it and not discontinue it. Uh, because hmm. if people don't know about it, you know, you go into an Ace Hardware, you don't tend to think, hey, I wonder if there's a non-toxic uh, pesticide. Uh, you know, that's not the crowd typically. <laughs> I don't mean to pigeonhole people that go to Ace Hardware because, I mean, they're good people that do. But the point is, by speaking up, you could support good companies like Orange Guard and help they could bring it back in for you. Did you say there was another picture that was sent in? Uh, yeah, I don't want to bring that up. This is uh, Susan and Kevin Ware. Uh, sent in their orange card. Now, you know, I did say last week that I think yeah. we needed to have one more before we would do the giveaway, and mm -hmm. I, they must have heard. So, hey, I know that are. dude. That's awesome. So, do, all right, you so know we, that dude? Is that what you said? Yeah, Kevin, I recognize him. So okay. let's let's hold on though before we what? move on. Yeah, before we okay. move on, I want you to take a close look at mm -hmm. Kevin now, because listen, when I I uh, I first saw Kevin. 
and yeah. pictures of him. I was looking at him and I was like, he reminds me of somebody. Uh-huh. And it finally hit me today. Mm-hmm. Now, I asked you if you've ever seen the show on Netflix uh, called Stranger Things. And as usual. And you're like, no, I haven't watched it. You're like, no. I haven't even watched The Office yet. So there. So if you've watched, there's got to be some people out there that have watched it because it was a super good series. Mm -hmm. Um, And lots of people watched it except for Robert Scott Bell. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, okay, so now if you're thinking the way I am, if you've watched the show and you're looking at this picture and you look at Kevin, Mm -hmm. he totally looks like one of the characters on Stranger Things. His name was Jim Hopper. Okay. And I'm not kidding here. Here's a picture. Look at this. Oh, look at that. You're right. He totally looks like the guy that played Jim Hopper in, in Stranger Things, doesn't he? Wow. That, that, well, I have to give you props for that. It is like a separated at birth kind of thing. The nose is a little different. But other than yeah. that, I, I'm just looking at it. I'm just like, that's Jim Hopper. That's great. That is great. Well, good so, find there. You're, you're so famous, sure, dude. I wonder if Kevin gets that uh, anywhere, Kevin, where. So thank you for getting the orange guard. So that means we, the trigger has been pulled, and we're going to do a giveaway. Uh, let's see. If if I can pull it off tomorrow or, or Wednesday, we're going to try. If not, it'll have to be the following week, and I apologize. Just the, the schedule has been insane with all the travel trips, adding everything in, just throwing a curveball at Super Don, and he's pulling his hair out, even though he has more hair than me. He can pull some out. You won't notice. Uh, like the coin, I'm like – we didn't talk about it, but it just occurred to me as I was opening up the no, show. It's a, well, I, I just, I had it in a folder. I, you know, okay. uh, so yeah. I, I just had to go figure it out where it was again. Really yeah. cool. I really, yeah. I want one of these. I want to, I'm going to get you one. No doubt. I'm going to get you on speech. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So, uh, we are, uh, uh, you know, looking forward to having, you know, more opportunities to get some really cool stuff, giveaway stuff whenever we can as well. And I thank you, you know, again, for your support. Now, Thursday is a travel day this, this week, uh, as you might imagine to get out, Midwest East towards uh, Branson. So don't think you can get away with not watching the show on Thursday. Cause as we planned it, it's going to be a full two hour new show. If we could pull off, we at least have a new interview with Jonathan Emord. So that's going to be new. We try to every week, even if we can't go live with Emord because of traveling, get him on. And it looks like we're going to do that. Uh, but as far as uh, I'm planning, we're going to go live with who knows who will be there at the, uh, the reawaken America tour. We should be live from the rate, whatever that media area is that I'll be set up at. Hopefully we'll have planned to have silver and copper shots. We might even have some, uh, some, um, cardio miracle to give away and stuff. So if you're going to be there, come by and see me and maybe get you on the show as well. And plus who knows how many other interviews we'll get. And, and I should based on your support. And we have to say thank you again to those that really stepped up like extraordinarily blew us away. Super Don. We had put out a request for something. We had a wish list, like a Christmas list in a sense. And this board, this Roadcaster 2. or do you, Roadcaster have, do, you have, 2. do you have it there or is it elsewhere? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Just go ahead and talk about it. Show, yeah, show people. Yeah, I was completely blown away as well because the, the, the fact that you guys stepped up and did what you did uh, is going to dramatically change the uh, – abilities that we have as far as the show uh, i mean really a lot for robert because uh of what he's got going on in the studio and his moving you know going out on the road that he's going to yeah. be able to take his equipment with him me from a Check production value yeah. it's going to be amazing there you go and there it yeah. is right there the roadcaster pro 2 and God you guys came you. through i mean it was just like boom 
Yeah, I just I was completely. I mean, blown like away. we were we were both blown away. We I don't know that we've ever done that, but it, sometimes people have just come out of the blue, gifted us with things we talked about informally, and it was the first time I think we ever said, you know what, we really need this for that next step, and it just like. You guys are Not, so cool. <laughs> and then, and then last week, remember we had raised enough to get this and, and then Jonathan Emore, I just mentioned it to him. I was talking to him how awesome you guys are to support us this way. And in yeah. the moment he said, well, how much is, how do I get you one? I got the next one. And he bought the next one still had super Don. You're going to get it. that. Yeah. He just bought it for, for super Don. And, and so we're going to have a next level interaction. We may be able to take live calls on the air. The technology will allow that. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I'd be, I'd be willing to say we will be able to take live calls at this point. Mm -hmm. Cause I've been doing a lot of reading and I'm watching a lot of uh, videos and mm -hmm. stuff on, on the unit itself. Okay. And so it, like I said, it's going to take us to the next level and it's going to open up some, some opportunities for me as well from a production standpoint that I don't have and I haven't had. And so I'm like been giggling That's and geeking awesome. out. Uh, reading about this thing and about what it is I'm going to be able to do with it. So it's very mm -hmm. cool. So thank you again so much, those of you that uh, pitched in and mm -hmm. made this a reality. Uh, and for and for the for, for the phone calls, I'm thinking the first people that we let in on f live phone calls, if they want to try it, uh, it'll be those that directly supported the boards. Like, thank you. You know, we totally. want to get you on and yeah, thank you. Absolutely. So thank you for that. Uh, just amazing. Absolutely. Just amazing. So let's see. Lori says, uh, Kevin looks like you. That guy on that, that show looks like you too. So you, like says, me, you think so? Lori, Lori says so. Yeah. Nah. Put your face up there. Not I think like it looks Kevin more like, though. More like Kevin. That's pretty Not impressive. Not like yeah. Kevin, dude. Yeah. I mean, they, they look like they could be like brothers or cousins mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The, another Lori, uh, Lori Spencer says, I have a pick to send. Is that with Orange Guard? So we need to wait a day till we get your picture so you can be included in the giveaway. That's fine. Like I said, it'll be either tomorrow or Wednesday if I can pull it off between now well, and then. Get get it to yeah. me as soon as you can, Laurie. Uh, yeah. uh, just email it to askrsb at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll put it in the, in the folder. I mean, we've got... Let me see how many people we got. How many people? Let's see. Contest Orange Guard. Mm-hmm. So let's see, that would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen people. Mm -hmm. And um, not including you, because you do have a picture in there, but yeah, yeah, we don't I'm not eligible. So yeah, I so think about 15. that. The odds are the odds are incredible because very few people are willing or able, I don't know, to take a picture and send it in. So and we know people are getting this, so please do. We want to be able to give some stuff. So, all right. Anything else that we forgot to cover today? Uh, let's see here. Discount code tickets for Red Pill Expo. Use the code RSP. Oh, here's a funny meme I got from Tom this morning. I thought this was kind of funny. Okay. Go full screen. Um, see that. Liberal Funerals 2022. Let me get rid of that graphic there. Okay. Liberal Funerals 2022. All right, so sad scene for those of you listening on podcast. <clears throat> Two ladies, you know, leaning over an open casket, someone who had died. And it says, he died of a sudden heart attack due to climate change. We're grateful he was vaccinated. It could have been much worse. Oh, definitely. That makes a lot of sense. It really yeah, does. Yeah, of course. It's all in there. I mean, the woke crowd is just upset with that meme. They don't know how to meme, I think. Uh, that's a meme. So what, did, what do you think of Sherry Peel Jackson? Was she amazing or what? Dude, great show today. Really. Um, you know, 
Kevin Tuttle strikes again. Yeah, he's um, got it going on. He's he's got it going on. He does, and um, we've got more coming this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what we got going on here. Pulling up the calendar, we have got tomorrow. Uh, Antonio Harmon mm-hmm. will be on mm-hmm. from DivineEmpowerment.com. Okay. Wait a minute. What? Founder of Divine. Didn't we have somebody on DivineEmpowerment.com before? I don't remember. Oh, she's remember. back. Oh. She's back, I believe. We did oh, have her on before. Returning guest. Okay. Returning guest. Yes. Yeah. She was good. And Good. so that'll be tomorrow. Then we should have Jamie and Joe or one of the other from yeah. Nutritional Frontiers tomorrow. We've Looking forward that. to their November deals. I'm going to open up and shift the, the gears because there's always exciting new things you can get at a discount and you can double dip with the RSB 15 discount code. So there we on go. Wednesday, Dr. Michelle Perro will be on from GMOScience.org. We get okay. to talk GMOs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Ty's going to be with us or not. I'll have to check. Okay. Yeah, I know we missed him last week, so we'll see if he's going to be available. I know that that we're about to launch, I think, tomorrow, the uh, uh, Propaganda Exposed Uncensored Edition. Am I right about that? You sent out, I think, an email alert to that. Went out this morning. Yeah, and actually it it started the the emails were able to go out today. Okay, so y'all sign up for that. And, man, there's going to be great, great interviews that weren't in the first one. So check that out. Emails will be going out to that to remind you and give you an opportunity to sign up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually, let's really quick go over mm-hmm. to the, I have updated the upcoming events page. Oh, cool. I haven't seen that in a bit. So it was looking kind of empty and I was like, oh man, I need yeah. to go up there and do something about that. So uh, there's a number of mostly uh, online events, but important coming up. But first off here, of course, Yep. We've got the uh, Clay Clark Reawaken America. Clay Clark, Great Awakening. Clark uh, thing in Branson, Missouri to be going to. Then you got the Red Pill Expo. Yep. And we got some more online seminars coming up here. The Root Causes Rapid Results uh, event, November 14th and 20th. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Regenerate Yourself Masterclass, which is Sarah November G. 28th to mm-hmm. December 4th. Marjorie Wildcraft has a uh, food summit coming up December 2nd called the Best of the Homegrown Food Summit. Nice. That's going to have a bunch of good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Living your best life, autoimmunity. And that'll be December 5th through 11th. Yeah. And as more events become available, we'll let you know. Oh, I, I'm looking now on the screen. I'm like seeing the, the silver mm-hmm. coin thing. Remember the silver round? Uh, oh, the uh, banner. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, over cool. here on the right hand side. Mm-hmm. You can still get 20% off on silver and copper from natural immunogenics. Cardio Miracle, always the best deal through uh, just clicking the link. And hydrogen water, you get deals on through Synergy Science. Uh, you still get the 15% off on the USDA uh, certified organic hemp CBD product uh, from Nutritional Frontiers at CBDNF.com. You can get the aloe I use through Haley Nutrition, Trinity School, of course, Orange Guard, Sovereign Silver, the Tuttle Twins books. You could sign up, become a member, talk about a private membership group, United Precious Metals Association, Access Gold and Silver. Um, zero spread kind of things on exchange, uh, gold backs, the health ranger store, still get Kratom, the book patron. There you go. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff you got there. That's cool. I hadn't looked at All it. All right. How about a poll of the day? Oh yeah. What is the poll question of the day in the newsletter? What is that? Should Donald Trump be allowed back on Twitter? Huh. Oh, I think it's going to be a predominant yes answer in our group. 
whether you like or hate Trump, he should be back on Twitter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Like him or hate him. You got free speech. Let's 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 push it yeah. now that Elon's there. Almost 88%. That's as dominant a, of an answer as ever we get. Yep. 7% didn't want him back on and 4% are not sure. Okay. Yeah. That was an easy kind, kind of Kind of fun at the moment mm-hmm. anyway. I don't know, yeah. uh, you know where it's going to go Yeah. moving forward, but it, it has been kind of fun over the weekend looking at all the reactions mm-hmm. uh, from people about Elon Musk buying Twitter. Yeah, uh, you've got all of the 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 liberals that are like, I'm leaving Twitter, and it's funny because I, I discovered over the weekend yeah. that there's a bot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, bots get a bad rap; they really do uh, <laughs> because there are no. Listen, really, don't hurt their feelings. No, seriously. I, the yeah. thing is, if you know anything, if you, if you look into it, bot, mm-hmm. bots are a very very convenient tool if they're used for legitimate and honest reasons and purposes they're very convenient mm-hmm. okay there's okay. all kinds of all right. bots have been around for decades you know mm-hmm. um it wasn't until not too long ago that you know people started equating bots with foreign government and in you know sure. all right well tell me what you want to tell me but you got me interested what is it all right so check it out there's a bot on twitter right. that if you do it's it's at remind me of this you can go to somebody's, you can find a tweet on Twitter and you can okay. put in there at remind me of this. And after that, put a period of time, remind me of this in a week, okay, in a month, in a year. And what it'll do is it will remind you in a certain period of time mm-hmm. of that tweet for whatever reason. You, you saw a really cool tweet and you don't want to forget about it. So you can just, yeah. so you can put that. And so what people have been doing is they've been going to all these these libs on Twitter tweet that yeah. or Twitter that are going, I'm gonna leave Twitter. And they're like, okay, we'll see. And they say, remind me of this in one week. <laughs> okay. So that funny. a week from now, it'll still, pop up and you'll see yeah. if they're still on Twitter. And then you can go, wow, I thought you were gonna leave Twitter, right? Right. That's funny. So I was doing that's that. Good. I was trolling some liberals on Twitter over nice. the weekend just for fun, just going, Okay, yeah, we'll see. We'll good see job. if you're really gonna leave Twitter. I don't think good. they will. No, it's just like those that claim they were going to leave America and go to where they turned out elected. So, yeah. All right. Let's see. Um, Chris says, RSB, how about some nice turntables and needles to go with them? Uh, and you can do some DJing. I'd say Super Don would be more likely to be a DJ than me because I would play all, I, I did a little all bit the of time. DJing. I don't need yeah. turntables and sp- it's far more technologically advanced than that. Yeah. Uh, when I DJ, it's all plain music yeah. files but um Murdoch says we could be run rsb like run dmc we got we we've got a a a, a resident dj here in the show she yeah dj today? katie she could do is that. she here today I don't, I don't know if yeah. i saw yeah her she not. is yes yeah, she, she is. is so yeah. she knows all about that dj stuff mm-hmm. but the equipment right. that we're getting is going to yeah it's not for not necessarily for for djing but it should make should make robert Sound better if that's even possible, right? Is it even possible to make well, Robert Scott try. sound better? Let's try. I th- let's try. I think it will. I think Don it is will. laughing at Run RSB. <laughs> yes, Run DMC, Run RSB. Yeah, right. Neil Diamond rap. That's not going to go over well. Okay, look, I got to take a quick break here because I got to be back in fifteen minutes to uh, do yeah, a pre-record right. for Thursday. So, uh, y'all, thanks for being here again. Thanks also for uh, Robert and Jamie Ag. They were amazing. And of course, Sherry Peel Jackson is amazing and look forward to seeing them at either of the events where are coming up. Hopefully you can be at one or both and uh, we'll see y'all tomorrow. God willing, less than 22 hours from now.
All right. See you guys tomorrow.